Last minute. It's a matter. Of, so I was trying to sign on Safari, and it was trying to tell me my channel didn't exist. And then I went on Chrome, and it was working. And um, we're live. Everyone hear us? Okay. Hello. Everything working with the stream? I think so. My movie is good now. I got to keep this one on behind me because when I turn the monitor off, it just picks it up as like a piece of hardware plugged in and Amazon Prime won't let me play it because it thinks it's a capture device. So. I have uh, which it's not cables everywhere. <laughs> if anyone asks, Eric, you rock from Connecticut's on a conference call with a prospective client. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, we have squeezer cam. You missed it yesterday, Josh. Um, I'm going to uh, down there we go so squeezer hi everyone hey buddy yesterday you were telling me that uh you were like look at this shirt i found and i'm like yeah, i know i showed I know. it to you i remember now look at showing it, it to in all its oh, glory like whitehall mall shirt i i bought this last summer everybody i remember it now and he's trying to show me, like, look at this cool shirt. I'm like, yeah, I have that. I showed it to you last summer during Iron Picks. I was like, Squeezer, look at this cool shirt. That one for That's sale. That's a cool shirt. Yeah. I don't retain things. So I went home. There's a lot going in. I can't keep it all. I went home, and I was like, can you believe Squeezer didn't uh, uh, remember this shirt? And she's like, oh, I don't remember either. I'm like, both my wives can't remember anything I tell them. And then I started explaining to her. She's like, oh, yeah. And I showed it to her. And she's like, I remember it now. Well, when was the last time you wore it? I haven't worn it this exactly. is the first time i got a lot of shirts looks good on you brad and leo ha you're too kind sir <laughs> more like uh Jalen silent bob yeah probably <laughs> uh so we are talking uh batman 89 today but uh how yesterday's show was fun we did a uh, a talk along yeah. With uh, watching movie television in 1992. We're going to have a topic uh, next Monday that we're going to talk along to. But tomorrow, we're watching uh, Back to the Future Part 1. Hmm. Uh, well, that will be our watch along. Uh, uh, it's on. <laughs> Enchantress is agreeing with you. She says, thank you, Squeezer. See? Because <laughs> I never wore it. What's that? Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we're doing Back to the Future tomorrow. It's on Netflix. You can watch along with us. We bought, uh, you could rent Batman 89 off Amazon for 99 cents right now if you want to watch along and you don't have a digital copy. I have it on Blu-ray, but I had no way to watch that in here. Uh, I bought it just for, so I'm like obsessed with the John Peters, Peter Gruber story mm -hmm. and uh, that whole book hit and run and 44 on the Rad Years bingo card. Uh, so I bought the DVD, the four movie collection, because there are these behind the scenes interviews with all of them on how they made the movies. And I just wanted to see like John Peters and his all his insanity in real life. Now, over the Christmas break, I don't know if you knew, he got engaged and married to Pamela Anderson. He was engaged to some other woman or married to some other woman. 
dumped her, married Pamela Anderson. The marriage lasted 12 days. I shaved it the other day, Josh. I had to. Uh, and Chandra's to join the chat. She's at work, but uh, oh, there she is. She's in. Well, you are too. So am I. What? At work. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't even. I didn't even close my door today. <laughs> Live to the office. Uh, they're actually doing. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, we are here. When I say hi, uh, Squeezer says hi. No one's here. No one's in this. I'm. Okay. I'm self isolated in this wing. My Whitehall Mall T-shirt. Oh, yeah, Vicky Vale. Uh, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Kim Basinger. She is uh, crush, de definitely crush-worthy. Um, mm -hmm. She was... Uh, we're going to get into it. So, um, yeah, yes, Autumn. Should we go? It's a two-hour movie. It's yeah, it's, it's a long one, so we might as well get right into it. So, I'm starting at the Warner Brothers Shield. Like, right on it? And I'm or three seconds in on Amazon. Should I go back? How right, many? I'm at zero. I'm Three? at zero now. I'm at zero. You're at zero? Yeah, I'm zeroed out. Zeroed out, yeah, everybody. Get I'm your... I'm going to make sure this all... Because it's been kind of finicky for me, too. So you you say when, and I'll... Uh, all right. Wait, I'm on play. You're going to hit play. Ready? Three, two, one, play. And... Hey, it worked. We're up. There it is. Look at it. There it is. Oh, hang on. I need these now. My parts are coming in. This actually is not comfortable. Everyone just marvel at the gaff-taped microphone rig squeeze has got in front of him. Yeah, doing the best with what I got right now. I wanted to set this back here so everyone could see more. Stay puffed tiki mug. They actually they shipped the stuff past my house to Maryland so they can deliver it to me. Let me get... Uh... Hold on, Google Voice up and running. This thing's seen better days. It's only got one or two more shows left. Yeah, what, your rig? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Batman. Look at that title. This was, as a kid, this confused me, this whole maze thing. Like, I assumed it was some sort of, um, uh, like, that was in the Batcave or something. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I didn't understand it. I didn't, I didn't get it. It was just a fancy set piece. <laughs> <laughs> Opening credits. Uh, Billy D. Williams. What yeah. could have been? I know. Well, I guess the way that uh, Tim Burton thought of it was like he wanted Two Face to be a, a black and white duality. That's why he he cast Billy D. Williams, and then uh, Joel Schumacher. And I thought Tommy Lee Jones, Jones did a great job. All uh, things considered. Yeah, all things considered. Yes. I really would have what liked up? to have seen. Gang from Covert Nerd. Yes, Danny Elfman's score is amazing here. And um, talking over it. There he is. John yeah. Peters didn't have uh, faith in this. He wanted all. Of, he wanted Prince. He wanted Michael Jackson. Everything. He wasn't sure about Danny Elfman. Then he heard the the, the theme, and he's um, he loved it. Right here, Anton first deserves all the credit for this movie. I mean, he created Gotham City. Yeah. You know, like the look that we know and love. Uh, he passed on Beetlejuice, something he was pissed about. Mm -hmm. And uh, then he finally got an opportunity to uh, um, work on uh, this this picture with Tim Burton, and, and they designed everything. Um, Are you starting to figure out what it is now? Who's that? 
like the logo. Oh yeah, yeah. Now it is. Oh, oh, they're just doing a logo. I thought it was like some driving around the back hit. Um, this is gonna be impossible for me to see because I had to dim it down, so like I'm not completely blown out on camera for a movie that was already too dark that they had to basically in like bump up the gain on it. Right. For a they home they regraded it for when it came out on VHS because no one, everyone complained they couldn't see it. Oh no. Going down a rabbit hole here. <laughs> What's that? Eric just asked if uh, Enchantress makes me keep all my toys in one room. <laughs> uh, the Kenner one, Ferris. Uh, Mark said he had the Kenner, uh, or the, the Toy Biz back hit, which was kind of janky uh, and had the claw uh, or, or some sort of weird claw hook thing. But uh, the Toy Biz one was actually uh, okay, but the Kenner one was amazing. So much fact that they just repackaged it for every iteration of Batman. What do you think? Do you think you're meant to believe initially, like, this is Bruce and his parents? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I think that's what they were kind of going for. Hold on, Squeezer. I'm going to close my office door because I'm kind of performing for the studio right now, and it's almost gotcha. lunchtime. It's almost lunchtime, kids, and that's, that's ravenous here at... Our, our studio I'll, I'll cover for you like I do my best yeah I this by I think this might still be my favorite Batman movie I'm not gonna lie um, just like the look and feel of it it's it just I don't know it's it's my Batman and I love Batman returns too like I, w I would say it's the Burton verse just oh even though you couldn't see it as a kid which I didn't because when you would watch it in at home on TV and you had windows in your house, that made it even worse because it just blow out everything. And like, just, yeah, what are you, you referring to? Like watching it at home. Like the, at first I was saying like, these are my, like my favorite Batman's. Like I love this and it didn't, I mean, this was like a good, uh, I mean, what I was like seven, six, seven years old when I saw this. So it's very, uh, what's the word? Imprinting, imprintable. Uh, Impressionable? Impressionable, yeah. yeah. So that's why it's, it probably is why it still holds up for me as like, my favorite. Is that what you're trying to say, that, that this holds up? Well, I wasn't saying it holds up, but it, for me, it might, as, as many Batmans as they put out, like I always go back to this one because this is like, I feel like it's mine. You know. Now, Batman Returns is mine. That's my favorite. Yeah. That will always be my favorite. Uh, and, and, and thankfully, they got to it uh, if it wasn't for this. And I love this, the 89 Batman. Oh, it's, it's so good. so great. But if without this, they would have never got to Returns, which, in, in my opinion, is the second best Batman movie ever made. Uh, the Dark Knight's the best. And there's no arguing that. That's unequivocally true. Or smoking. Yeah, all our moms were KB bargain shoppers. At one, those Toy Biz uh, Batman figures were marked down to like 7 for $10 at one point at KB. Yeah, Batman Returns is so legit. Danny DeVito's Penguin, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, even Max Shrek, a character they made up for the movie. Also, so oh, yeah. uh, when they won Timber... And just the Penguins. Uh, the first reveal of Batman. Yeah, the, the Penguin Commandos. Uh, Squeezer drinking beer? I'm not watching. No, no. 
You Wait, liar. It's noon, right? I was told to support local businesses. I'm doing it. Don't kill me, man. That man doesn't kill people. He also doesn't believe in guns. Except in this movie where he has two Gatling guns attached to yeah. his Batmobile, which was built on top uh, of a Chevy Impala. They tried, a, I guess, a Porsche or a Lamborghini, and they tried a, a Mustang, but the Impala worked the best. Uh, boxier chassis. Uh, There's a lot to put on there. Uh, and then uh, it's got different jet oh, engine parts, and its headlights are from a Honda Civic, I think. I read mm -hmm. Yeah, I was up last night. I couldn't sleep, so I was reading some stuff about this. It's on the, the classic IMDb trivia and Wikipedia pages. Yeah, and I started falling down like just like car on like car blogs, reading up on it because there are guys that are just obsessed with it. I think it's still valued at like a, almost six hundred, six hundred thousand oh. dollars. I think. We got a call already. Yay! Why isn't it showing up? Hey, we still have those tripods. Hold on, I'm having issues with the call. I hear the... Mm -hmm. I hear it. Hold on, everybody. Stand by to stand by. Nothing's working today. Harvey Dent. Ah, now it's showing up. Hold on. I'm going to call you back. Hold on. Oh, there we go. Now it's working. Call from Gary. Hey, what's happening? Hey, this is Gary from uh, Dork Nights on Instagram. Hey, Gary, what's oh, up, buddy? Dork I, I, I knew you would be in here today. Oh, yeah. Who'd miss it? <laughs> Let me get your volume up here. Let me turn my TV volume down so I don't get any feedback. <laughs> so what's up? Uh, I know you're you're probably unequivocally oh. the, the biggest 89 uh, Batman uh, design and, and um, uh, fan of the, the, the that era of Batman. Oh, I, I wouldn't know if I'm the biggest, but yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm Hold on one second, Gary. I'm having issues with the volume here. Oh, so it's not just me. No. I don't know why it's... The volume is so low. Because it's, it's coming through the same computer as yours. Mm -hmm. Calls. Count. Hey, give me another test there, Gary. Oh, I gotta put the volume up. That's the. Oh. oh. That was a test. Oh god, he Hold is on. so. He might be even more hateable than the Joker, Bob the Goon. Who? Wall. Eckhart. Eckhart. He was created just for this, but he was based on Bullock. Hold on, I'm having issues with, uh, let's go to see if he can come through the, the board. 
All right, now try and talk, Gary. Every punk in this town is scared to shit. No, I don't mm. hear him at all. <laughs> they say we can't be sure. They say we live in a world. They say we're in <laughs> All right, hopefully. Th there you are. Hey. Oh, there he is. There he is. Still a little low on my mix, but I can hear him. Yeah, he's still a little low. William Hookins kills it. He is so hateable in this role. Hi, right, Gary. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, you were talking about the oh, action yeah. figures. Um, well, I was just saying, yeah, this movie is um, my absolute favorite movie uh, um, of any movie. And uh, yeah, my parents took me to see it when I was six, opening weekend, and got the poster on the way home with Michael Keaton standing there with the spear gun, and uh, it's now framed up in my geek room, signed by Michael Keaton. So no way, so, that's, oh, awesome. that's awesome. Yeah, he was doing a signing at Alamo uh, Comic Con a few months back, and they were doing signing. And yeah, she realizes what that movie means to me and what Michael Keaton as an actor uh, portraying that role means. So yeah, that's a that's my prized possession right there. I can imagine that's really cool. The the fact like I was never big on like the getting something that's autographed, but if it right. means something, the fact that that's the one that you had leaving the theater. And then to have it signed, yeah. and then still have it to this day, that's yeah. you know, what's funny like it's, that's priceless. In, yeah, when we sent it in, they shot me an email when they got it, and they're like, "This is a little uh, dog ear places, and there's like a crate. Does anybody want this signed?" And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely. That's the one that was on my bedroom door all through childhood. That's definitely what I want signed. It's not not ever going to leave my possession." Yeah, that's for sure that's really cool that you had the original and you got were able to get it signed all those years later um are yeah. you are you gonna pick up any of those neca repli uh, replicas when they re finally come out oh yeah definitely we're actually uh setting up currently uh the extra bedroom in our house so that i can just house my 89 stuff because it's starting to get to a point where um it's kind of overrunning my my little man cave that i got in the house so uh I'm going to make just a room for the 89 stuff because the latest thing I got was one of the original theater displays, the life-size stand-up of Batman. Oh, yeah? Um, so that's what I'm focusing Yeah, that's what I'm focusing on right now is just uh, advertisement and replicas and just relics from that time period all circulating around that movie. <laughs> uh, Covert Nerd said I need to get my hot glue to fix all these audio issues I'm having today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could use some hot glue right now. Um, oh, Squeezer, have you tried that Paps Hard yeah. Coffee yet? That Paps Blue Ribbon Coffee beer? No, I don't know how I feel about mixing beer and coffee. That's... You were yesterday. Yeah, but in two separate glasses. Uh, Damn. I, we've had that Jameson cold brew coffee, and I'm not even a coffee fan, but, oh, Vicky Vale. Ooh, la, la. Uh, it, it was delicious. It, was, it's really, it really smooths out the whiskey, and it's not sweet at all. Have you guys had the Blue Moon uh, coffee? I think it's like iced coffee blonde or something. No. Is that, good? Is that any good? I have no idea. I've, I've seen it at the store a couple times, and I haven't been brave enough to buy it yet. Hmm. I think we got there's billboards for it. Now, I keep seeing the billboards for the light Blue Moon, the the mm -hmm. the... I don't even know what the hell it's called, uh, but I have not tried that. I see. I I have. There's, um, pretty much only uh, two beers I, I I indulge in. Heineken for most of the year, and then once summer hits, which is in like 
uh, two months, uh, not even two months, two weeks, uh, probably to a week. <laughs> I know Eric in Texas already has it, but Sam Adams Summer Ale is my is my jam. Gotcha. I just picked up some uh, Line and Kugel Summer Shandy. I like that. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a classic for summer. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, you got to do we got to do something to feel like it's it's a summer even though we're all quarantined. Uh, what's your quarantine situation? Uh, right now I'm home till April 13th. I've got the kids there uh, and the wife home. She's a teacher, so she's been home and uh, they're just keeping me on a never-ending hide-and-seek game currently for two days running now. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, I, I saw you've been playing a lot of some Sega games, some old retro games. Oh, yeah. Watching yeah, a lot. We've got the uh, the classic Sega hooked up in my geek room, so the kids love that, which is fun to see them play the same system I had when I was a kid. Watching lots of. I saw you're watching the classic uh, Superman with what's his name. Uh, oh yeah, George Reeves. George Reeves, yep. yeah, George Reeves, Superman. That's actually uh, what started me on the whole superhero kick. Is my dad is a retired police officer, so when he'd get home from duty at night. Um, We'd, I'd get up with him, and we'd watch Nick at Night and watch George Reeves, Superman, and Lone Ranger and stuff like that. And uh, he got me hooked on the 66 Batman show, too. And that was right around the time when 89, it was around that era. And so when that movie came out, he was like, oh, I got I to gotta take you to see it. So we went opening weekend, and yeah, there was no turning back after that. I was hooked. It was Superman and Batman everything. God bless you. And again, he's a sneezy uh, boy, folks. Mine was the 66 Batman. That's what got me hooked. That's what made me want to see the 89 Batman. Um, exactly, yeah. But, uh, yes, uh, Adam West was my first Batman. And then I got into – so uh, one of the, the dollar stores were selling these VHS tapes of the old uh, Superman – who the hell was the designer? The old Superman cartoon. You probably, oh, the Max Fleischer Yeah, stuff. the Max yeah. Fleischer stuff. And and you could see a lot of Anton first designs came from Mike uh, Max Fleischer. Same with uh, the Bruce Tim uh, design oh, of, of the animated series. They they took heavily from the Ma Max Fleischer, who probably stole from Metropolis, which they all stole from. But you know, uh, yeah, one yeah. begets the other. <laughs> yeah, no, I I uh, showed my daughter the Max Fleischer stuff. She's seven, and um, she thought it was current. She thought it was part of the Justice League, Tim Burton, or not Tim Burton, sorry, Bruce Tim. The Timbers. Uh, animated stuff, or the Bruce Tim animated stuff. She thought that it was all part of that. Because yeah. it, it, if you if you watch the uh, digital copies that are online, um, I think somebody's uploaded them in HD on YouTube. Yeah, they were. They're all were public domain. All recorded yeah. in film, um, so they they have like pristine copies. So, you know, oh, yeah. Uh, it, it looks better than most stuff on Cartoon Network currently. Like, yeah. They're beautiful. Awesome stuff. Uh, what's going on in the movie? Oh, Bruce, Bruce's uh, gambling fundraiser. <clears throat> yeah, it was, and it was around this time. Uh, I think it was my grandparents went out and they got me the, uh, they got me Batman on VHS, but it was the old black and white serials. Oh yeah, yeah. Th those actually premiered on Sci-Fi, and I was so excited for them. And then they were so goddamn boring. Yeah, like I, I didn't oh, yeah. get it. I'm like, why he's not doing Batman things, and why is he just in this car? Right. The license plate flipped around. Great. Like I was so confused because it was after this. You know, it's like yeah. if this is Batman, what the hell is this? I still, I and still one Robin goofy dress. Was, Robin was wearing that horrible dollar store 
costume mask and those oh, things. Oh yeah, yeah. I was a, I was a, since I was a younger brother, I was always Robin when me and my brother played Batman and Robin for Halloween. I was Robin. Oh, yeah. I was relegated to Robin, and I was so excited for the, the, there was a rumor that Robin would be in Batman Returns. They even put out the action figure that looked just like uh, uh, Tim Drake in the comic books at that oh, time. Yeah. That figure's awesome. I, oh, yeah. I was obsessed with finding that figure. I got it at a KB in my mall. I think I've told the story, too, before of how we were down at uh, in Philadelphia at uh, Franklin Mills Outlet Malls. And there was a, a KB Toy Works there, and I wanted to go in and look for the Catwoman figure. You couldn't find it anywhere. And my mom's like, well, it's not in the KB, down by us, but it's, it, so it's probably not in there, so we're not going to go in. And I, I logic her because we would go from, like, store to store, uh, like, across town to look for something that she, wasn't at the one. I'm like, well, you went to this clothing store in Bethlehem to look for something because it wasn't in the one there, and you found it, so maybe we'll find it in here. It's just like, ah, oh, you, you got me there. So we went in, they had it, and I got the Catwoman figure, and I was so I was so excited. I, I that line still to this day was my favorite action figure line of all times, the Batman Returns Kenner line. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I've still got all of my uh, toys from that line from childhood, and now my current uh, mission is to have every action figure carded. So I'm about halfway <laughs> through the line right now, but I've got all of them loose, and I've got the Batmobile and both versions think- of the Batcave. That Batmobile was probably one of the best cars. Well, that's period. because Toy Biz didn't put a fucking roof on theirs. <laughs> and they gave you a cake pan as the shield. Yeah. 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 yeah that that car. Like um, and the yep. way it broke down, like, the to the missile mode. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and also that, the, that Batcave Wayne Manor playset was just insane it was so good that they kept rebranding it for every movie yeah including uh i think up until um uh, like 10 years ago they were still selling that thing for bat brave and the bold or the batman yeah Yeah. yep and uh that thing was so perfect that it doubled as my uh, ninja turtle sewer for a little bit because that penguin layer in the back um was just perfect like it it was like the go-to playset for me for superhero adventures Um, Eric was talking about you needed to have the Batman logo shirt when this came out. Yeah, I had like the knockoff one, and then my mom for Batman Returns made me a puffy paint one with the white logo on a black shirt. (laughs) I have a picture of it somewhere. I'll I'll get it and post it. Uh, This is one of my favorite lines. Uh, Alfred, can we get Knox a grant? That's one of the things in this movie that I don't understand is the, at least in some circles, the hate that Knox gets from fans. Like, since I was a kid, I've loved that character. And even as an adult now, Robert Wolf's performance and knowing that he ad-libbed a lot of his lines, he is perfect. And I wish he would have carried over into Returns. Like, I love that character. Yeah, he was great. I guess there was was supposed to be more. There's supposed to be a love triangle between the three characters you see right now. And they, they decided to scrap that. Uh, but they actually they actually liked his character more, so they gave him more screen time than he had hmm. uh, originally. Like he's obnoxious, but not in that like can't stand to be around him way. Like there's enough right. good qualities to him that you you like the guy and you can still. But I think when they cut Vicky Vale from Returns to make uh, Selena Kyle the love interest, they cut Robert Wool too hmm. because he's really a tertiary character to her. You know, they're both in the media, yeah. they're both for the newspaper. Without Vicky Vale, yeah. I guess you really can't have Knox. 
But that's what yeah. this is. He's it's exactly what newspaper reporters are like. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, there's no disrespect to his character. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's. I thought he uh, added some levity where it was needed, and um, you got to see Bruce in a different light when he interacted with him, and it just. I don't know. I thought it it added balance. I agree. I agree. Um, well, thanks and, for coming. Uh, oh, no problem. No problem. Thank you guys so much. I uh, I love your show and never miss it. So yeah, I love. I, enjoy the movie. I love seeing all your posts of your geek room and all your oh, yeah. all your stuff with the figures and oh, your thanks. your eighty nine posts. So keep up that stuff. It's awesome. Follow him on Instagram uh, at Dork Knights, uh, K N I G T S. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, great stuff and uh, awesome guy. Uh, thanks, Gary, for calling in, buddy. Thank you, guys. Take care. Yeah, thanks, later. Uh, this is what my basement looks like right now. <laughs> yeah, I told you to get some uh, modern screens instead of using all those tubes, but <laughs> you refused. Uh, Kevin Smith's story about how he started wearing glasses like um, Bruce Wayne did in this. Even though Bruce Wayne never wore glasses, he thought it looked so cool that he started wearing those same glasses, and his eyes were fine until he started wearing these glasses, and he wound up needing glasses. Yes, Corey, it's apple juice. Um, we got uh, some hate on the, the squeezer drinking scene. Oh, we got no, another just call coming in. Just calling in a question. Incoming call. Hey, you're on with the Rad Years. Hey, RK and Squeezer, too. It's uh, Josh of the Raging Robot Partycast. Hey, what's up, Josh? How you doing, buddy? Oh, nothing much, y'all. I am uh, currently not able to watch Batman 89. I am stuck watching the Netflix uh, Care Bears with uh, Little Robot Party here. Oh, well, there's nothing wrong <laughs> with that. Is this is yeah. that a reboot? I think so. It's CGI, and like all of the human characters look absolutely terrifying. Oh, boy. Well, the, the original yeah. movies from the 80s were terrifying with that kid who got possessed. Yeah. That's, that, I kind of remember that. Yeah, that movie scared the shit out of me as a kid. That had the Care Bear Cousins I, in it. Yeah. I do remember the Care Bear Cousins, too. Yeah. When they're like a little lion or something. Yeah, yeah, Lionheart. Yeah, and there's, they're all animals, for different animals. It's not just bears. Yeah. No, if, believe me, if I were upstairs, I'd be watching. I would not be watching this. Yeah. <laughs> It would be uh, either, yeah, either from home I think right Frozen now. was on this morning, and or we'd be watching Rapunzel, either the movie or the series, yeah. which I actually did go on change.org and submit my petition to have a Cassandra spinoff series, which should absolutely happen, um, Man, or Bluey, is which is an Australian show, which I actually find quite funny. It was, well, what was dark about it? It's like, the movie is like, it's, dark in and of itself and it's seen in one sort of way because of the story that it is but like the series is a lot more serious than i would have ever expected it to be yes I very guess. i want to say like serial ish like uh yeah. almost like manga style like like that anime approach to it um, yeah i gotta get through the rest of it sometime i think it's on plus uh the first two seasons are on plus and season three will be on plus on april 12th we can talk about Rapunzel, the Tangled series, or Tangled Event. I forgot what the <laughs> hell it was called. But yeah, that's pretty much everything I watch is that. And I'm not going to lie, it's not bad. I agree with you. <laughs> no, not at all. 
Um, I did actually have a Batman 89 question, and it may have already been asked, but did you guys ever read the fairly thick movie novelization of it? Yeah, absolutely. Not of 89. I had Batman Returns. Uh, Was there both, anything different Both the in novelization it? and the uh, graphic novel. Oh, sweet. But yeah, I remember 80, they had 89. The... My book still had to have, like, pop-ups and stuff back in 89. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> now, they had it in uh, my, like, middle school homeroom class. It was just one of the books you could pick up and read, and I probably blasted through that thing, like, 20 times throughout that school year. <laughs> I definitely bought it, uh, mine from uh, one of those scholastic book things that you got in class, the, the slim news newspaper print page that oh, required yeah. you to buy stickers and books. Uh that's where I got mine from. Oh, I love that move. That's what, so, uh, good news. I had, I remember I had, before the movie came out, the Ghostbusters 2 novelization. And I re my brother and I read it over and over and over. And uh, they're re-releasing in April on, on Kindle and a reprint of the novelization for Ghostbusters 1 and 2. So uh, definitely, oh, yeah, check that out if anyone's interested. Um, I have some I other books. I may have to dust off my Kindle. Yeah, right? It's definitely worth reading. Uh, so I, I had to right. open up a new window to get the, the live chat. Uh, stop. Yeah, I'll let you guys get back to it. I just wanted to give you guys a holla. I, I'm glad you made it today. Uh, I know you said you were trying yeah. to make it, and, and uh, <laughs> we're happy to have you here. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys. It's an honor to be uh, briefly on here. <laughs> All, All, right. Right. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling. Right. No problem. Y'all have a good one. You too. See ya. I popped it out and I got it to work. I got the live chat. Nice. I mean, whoa, 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 Joker whoa, doesn't need an origin story, but Lego released the '89 Batman recently. This was the first time they ever uh, named Joker. Yeah. And uh, is uh, Jack and Apes uh, the kind of joking uh jack napier and it was also mm -hmm. uh, uh alan napier i believe played uh alfred in the original 66 so it's kind of a nod to him um uh, i'm all right here ah oh, porkins no <laughs> so uh oh uh, yeah good present i'm trying to catch up on the chat autumn bought Brian, the Blu-ray, good girlfriend, that's a good collection. Definitely watch all the yeah, um, how it's made, interview documentaries, and see how crazy John Peters is. And then there's this Actually, this documentary uh, called the the Death of Superman Lives. It's freaking awesome. It tells the whole story about that movie that was going to be directed by Tim Burton and written by Kevin Smith called Superman Lives, starring Nick Cage. Mm -hmm. And John Peters is in that because he was the producer on that, and he is freaking nuts yeah it's a great story talks about the robot spider he wanted that eventually made its way into wild wild west um this is actually a good point here because there's an article i read where the hell did i read it just last night it came out like a day or two ago and they were picking a holes in the end of batman begins i like they he goes through the whole movie about how he doesn't kill but then the way he just lets raja Gould die it's like what they should have done was have him reach out his hand and Raj not accept it, and then he has to make a choice and leave. Hmm. Rather than by doing what he did and giving his one-liner, like, I don't have to save you, kind of, it's, you're still murdering, yeah. you know? 
Whereas in this case, he tries to save. Well, he doesn't realize he's the Joker yet, but he, he would go on to, you know. I don't think he cared. Uh, I think that they were like, they kind of, put by putting Gatling guns on the Batmobile, <laughs> I think they were kind of like, this Batman kills. Uh, so Brian was asked, uh, Squeezer, he's surprised you don't hate these movies since Michael Keaton's from Pittsburgh. I don't. First of all, I love Michael Keaton in this movie. Sean, I think he's. I've never been to Pittsburgh. I hear it's very nice and very clean. That's <laughs> what I. Ferris has. Uh, Mark's got the beer uh, coffee ratio going there. Squeezer. Oh, uh, one to zero right now. I had too much this morning already. I, I timed it out. It's a two-hour movie. There is no way I was going to make it, so I had to forego the. I had to make a choice. Ah, oh, Totino's party pizza. I, I love this shot. Or there's a giant table. That yeah. yeah. So apparently, this is all Michael Keaton's idea. Oh well, yeah, it's brilliant. Of, uh, yeah, it's brilliant. the separation them, and the way I, I think he still might be my favorite Bruce Wayne, because you don't have to be a suave guy or tough. Like I think, I look at him as like if you are Batman. You're gonna be weird and quirky. There's just something that's miswired. You're gonna. I I felt like Christian Bale was almost like too perfect. You know, like too much of a people person. You'd be much more of an introvert and much more awkward around people if you're also a no, masked he, vigilante at night. No, 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 no. See, Bruce Wayne was his true mask. When he was Bruce Wayne, he was pretending. That's when he was playing a character. Batman was his real persona, so that was that was him being. You like, just stole that with from Superman with Kill Bill Volume Two. What? That was the whole speech at the end of Kill Bill. Well, no, but that's that's they stole that from Bruce Wayne. That was in the comics for years. Squeezer, God. Relax. You have never read The Dark Knight Returns, I take it. I have. It was a long time ago. Um. The uh, there's a, so there's apparently an Anton first Lego Batmobile squeezer. That's gonna be that's gonna have to be a new project for you. Ooh! As soon as I get done with my Ghostbuster firehouse. Wait until you. That's why I'm gonna get the little squeezette in the Batman or in the Ghostbusters, so I can go and buy the Ghostbuster firehouse for Christmas. Oh, we got a call coming in. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Uh, I don't have any numbers saved, so you have to tell us who this is every time. Oh, fair enough. This is uh, this is Ferris. Oh, what's up, Mark? How you doing, buddy? Hey, Mark. Good, man. What's going on? Um, yeah, I was just, I'm just calling in uh, to uh, some of you guys just said a second ago. Um, yeah. Uh, where was I? Uh, you're drinking too much beer. Not, but... your, your beer ratio is up too <laughs> yeah, high I'm, in your I'm, coffee. I'm already too deep. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, one of the things is, is you know, um, they really, you know, we're, we're thinking about Batman and Joker as being two just really flawed individuals, like basically just, you know, uh, psychopaths, you know, um, and, and just how people, two people would uh, – you know, be willing to, to, you know, don these masks and, and um, you know, 
We lost him. We lost you, Mark. Call back in. Um, yeah, I think what he's saying is uh, the, the duality of Joker and Batman. Uh, as much of a psychopath, Joker always thought as much of a psychopath as he was, Batman was just as much of a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Oh, did we lose it all together? No, we lost Mark. So if you call back in, Mark, we'll get you back on. Like Google Voice is being weird today. I don't understand it. Everything mm-hmm. was being weird today. The YouTube account wasn't even letting me get on. I think it's everyone else is uh, streaming podcast right now, and everyone's calling in. Yeah, that must be what it is. I think YouTube's pissed at me that I streamed the whole season of Golden Palace yesterday. <laughs> uh, I hope to. Hmm. I hope to see an uh, increase in numbers. Hopefully, that it's enough that they. nap time oh uh, was that was that your house oh yeah running up yeah, the stairs. tractor trailer barreling through just make sure everyone's doing all right up there keaton is the best batman or do i pretend that uh i don't hear anything <laughs> ah there he is there he's calling back in Hey, Mark. Sorry, buddy. We lost you. Hey, sorry. Sorry, I lost you guys there. Um, so I was in the middle of some kind of, kind of rant there. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, I was just um, one of those remarks about the Joker specifically. I did a little bit of research. It was really interesting um, kind of the choices that were made, you know, both um, part of Tim Burton and then what ultimately happened with the studio. And, uh, you know, at one point, uh, Rob Williams was kind of the front runner uh, to play the role of the Joker. Um, and then, you know, Jack Nicholson was, was, you know, so flirting the idea of taking on the role, but wasn't really sold on it. And, and then ultimately, you know, the role went to Nicholson. Um, so Robin Williams, you know, was actually kind of used as a pawn by the studio to help secure yeah. Nicholson. He was pissed about role. it, too. He really kind of resented it, yeah. so much so that later on he was supposed to play uh, the role of Two-Face. Um, or I thought, and, the, I thought it was down, the Riddler. You know. Oh, or Riddler, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah Riddler, Riddler, no. yeah. Yeah, uh, and I was I was I was thinking my next point, which is you know, um, you have Billy Dee Williams as Harvey Dent, which was fantastic, you know, in that role, um, and he had a, a clause in his contract that he, you know, was was thinking that he would um, be able to play Two Face later, uh, which never precipitated, um, and they actually Warner, you know, bought out his contract because they decided to go with Tommy Lee Jones uh, in the role of, of Two Face uh, later on. Um, and I think at one point, too, uh, what's his name, Brad uh, Dorif? Brad Dorf, um, yeah. Was in, Brad Dorf, yeah. yeah. Um, he was tapped to play Joker. That was Tim Burton's uh, first choice. Choice, yeah, and the studio um, didn't want him. Right, I think, I think right, you might yeah, have had the name right. Exactly. I don't know. How, I saw that. I read that last night. How do you say it, Squeezer? Dor- I think it's Dorf. Uh, I mean, if it's yeah, anything so. like his worm tongue character, like it would have been, I think, much uh Darker, more. This is, the, uh, this is the big reveal here. Mentally. Oh man, what, uh, what a fantastic that's filmmaking Joker. right there. But it was um, it was interesting too. I, I in, in researching um, last night, um, I guess Nicholson had brokered a deal with his contract, and so he got um, he got a percentage on gross, and I think he made like sixty million dollars um, for his role, which I think 
They I think he's I made up to 90, actually. still stand, but it was up until, I think, like early 2000s. He's, um, he's still drawing checks from galleries. this. Is he really? So anytime, so all these Funko Pops that came out, like, like all the, I have these Funko Pops from the 89 movie. So all these that came out, everything that comes out, he still gets a, a cut of. Yeah, so he's getting residuals for likeness rights, I guess. He no, he has all a cut of all merchandising, all merchandising. Oh, so even fuck. if it's just Batman, well played. yeah. So he's well made played. ninety million, they think, from this so far. <laughs> Jesus, one movie, one movie. That's not like uh, like Robert Downey Jr. signing to be in twenty Marvel movies. This is one movie. He's made ninety million, yeah. I, and I love this Dorb's <clears throat> Joker. It's the it's the Joker with the beret with the with the actual makeup on, uh, and I read how they did that. Um, and we'll get to that later. It was really freaking weird, and it probably had to feel miserable on. But uh, yeah, he was really committed. And he loved uh, Jack loved his performance in this so much. They said he'd have it on all the time in his house and watch it at least once a week. Right? Yeah, it said that he would he would watch it like at least once a week. Yeah, um, and it, he was he was he was really into it. Um, and one of the things too, just in terms of of you know the actors uh, taking all the roles, um, you know Keaton was wanted to, to ground the character in realism as much as possible. Um, so one of the things that he came to uh, Tim Burton with was, you know, just the, the, the plausibility of being able to separate Bruce Wayne and Batman, you know? Yeah, he, um, he thought there was... So, he was really pissed that he, he said he was a logic freak, and he thought there was right, that yeah. everyone would get that Batman was Bruce Wayne. Right, so his, his uh, solution, which was simple, which has, you know, carried over... Uh, to subsequent, you know, roles is just to, to lower his voice, you know. Um, that's kind of been the which the Christian standard. Bale you know, ruined. You, you see that, you see that with Kevin Conroy. You see it with uh, Christian Bale. I mean, that's sort of become the standard, you know, just to drop the voice down. Right. Uh, maybe not to the extent that Christian Bale did it, but, uh, but Ke- you know, Keaton a, invented it. Differentiating those characters. Keaton invented it. Kevin Conroy mastered it. And um, Christian Bale kind of butchered it. I like what they did with uh, Ben Affleck. I'm a fan. I'm not a fan of the movie Batman v Superman, but I'm a big fan of Ben Affleck's Batman. I thought he did a great job. And that, like, robot voice thing they kind of did with him was pretty cool. Right, yeah. And the costume design for the uh, the, the Batflex is really good, too. Oh, it's awesome. It's uh, freaking really, like, awesome. The costume design of that one. Very much Dark Knight Returns. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm actually... Uh, because I'm a professor at the university, and so I teach, you know, studio classes. So they're pretty much all, you know, face-to-face classes. And uh, so right now I'm, I'm stuck with the challenge of trying to figure out how to transition that into some kind of online format, which is, you know, a Herculean task to undertake. But so um, they've already kind of uh, canceled classes for the summer that are face-to-face. So um, in, the, in the midst of all that, I've been trying to think of, you know, classes I could teach over the summer. And actually, right now, I'm working on uh, developing a curriculum for uh, an 80s pop culture class. And so one of the uh, readings that we'll have will be, you know, some of the Frank Miller Batman stuff, uh, Watchmen, you know, some of those, like, seminal books. Um, so that's, that's, that's going to be fun. It'll be a good, uh, a good break from all this madness and just something to kind of, like, delve into and, and you know. So Yeah, I agree. We'll that, see how it goes. Can I take this class? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, take it online. Take it online. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) I'll put it towards Uh, my doctorate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, I would just love for Squeezer to yeah, have to call me doctor while we do the show. <laughs> <laughs> doctor, doctor. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's, uh, that's really like all I had. Um, this, by the way, was my favorite scene as a kid. I don't know if I'm dark and demented. This was my favorite scene as a kid when he's got the hand buzzer on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, actually, the other thing I was going to say, too, I had in my notes here of um, Keen's performance, the uh, <laughs> um, the famous line of I'm Batman it was actually ad-libbed, right? So I think in the script it was I am the night. I am the night, yeah. Um, and that's just one of the iconic lines from this film. Um, and that's all Keaton. You know, he, he ad-libbed that one. Yeah, that was what made the trailer, the the Hassley cut together trailer, so popular. The I'm Batman. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And I was reading too that that trailer was so popular that people would come to theaters just to watch the trailer, and then I even save the feature. Yeah, um, yeah. because you know that was before. Yeah, that was the only place you could see the trailer, right? right. It, think, it was tape traded too. They run TV spots for it. Yeah, they did, they did, but this was months before the TV spots were ready. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, see, this well, is- yeah, it's. Uh, it's a it's a it's a great film. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely stood the test of time. Um, you know, it's it's. I, I would probably agree with you. I think Returns is probably my favorite of the uh, the Burton vs. Batman. Uh, but I mean, this is this is you know as a template. Uh, I think it's it's hard to beat. You know, I mean, I think Nolan did his thing with it. It's great. Uh, you know, I mean, Joel Schumacher, great director. I mean, he did you know. Uh, falling down phenomenal film but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah i think you know he his big crap fall was just that he was you know uh prey to the the whims of the studio um and i think they really corrupted a lot of of like his vision right. of what it could have been he, uh, uh, so i don't really Bert, blame Bert, him yeah burton wouldn't burton wouldn't give in to the studio falling down is like a batman right. movie just without batman yeah right 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 yeah yeah exactly all right, guys. Well, I'll, uh, I'll stop rambling. I'll hop off and let's get back to it. But, uh, All right, Ferris. I'll thanks for calling in, bud. And talk to you guys later. Later. Thanks, man. So ab- about this makeup he's wearing. So they put mm-hmm. this Pax makeup on, and they couldn't have it pure white because the movie was so dark that it would just, like, blow out in the blow, lighting. yeah. Yeah. So they got the right this, this right kind of Pax paint right. And then they put this thin layer of silicon oil on his face and then put this uh, uh, tan makeup on it and then – Give him, spray his handkerchief down in uh, isopropyl alcohol before he wiped it off, and that's how he got that. That that that's how oh, they it did was that effect. Grease pen. It's actually like penciled. The coloring, the 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 tan, the skin tone is actually like penciled on. And yeah, they I had just, to do. I just know they had to that. put the silicon oil base over the white, yeah. so that it'd wipe off, and then just. Like, and but that, that's what I love so much about that. Like someone had like there wasn't like a playbook for that. It's like oh, if you want to do this, this is what you do. People they those guys had to figure it out. Well, that's that's like, yeah, that's in the um, necessity is the mother of all invention. Yeah. And uh, it worked great. It was a great effect, and it freaked me out as a kid because I was like, wait a minute, he's wearing white makeup, and it's it, what what's the they're they're fucking this up. They fucked this up, and I didn't get it <laughs> that his skin was actually white. Yeah. Uh, Oh, got a call coming in. What up? What's going on, guys? Who do we got here? Is this uh, E-Rock? Joe from Cal- Joe, no, this is Joe. Joe from California. Joe, the, you, E-Rock me, has uh, a 203 area code. You have a 209. That's well, I'm bad with numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Represent the 209. Nah. Um, I, I won't stay on long, but let, let me ask you guys a couple of questions. Do you remember the Taco Bell Cup? 
um, for Batman 89, Taco Bell was the sponsor. Yes. Uh, I, I never had them because I don't think I was eating, t- eating Taco Bell until like, I think, two, three years later. And then I became obsessed yeah. with it. We didn't have one in our area no. until, I think, after this. So. My first Taco Bell we had down in Philly when we were at that same outlet I was talking about earlier. But I have seen them and I love them. And I would like to get a few mint ones and add them to my collection. But I, I don't have any yet. Do you? Have, how about you, Joe? Do you have them? You know what? When we were young, my mom was like so against like upsizing the meals for whatever reason. I <laughs> oh yeah, know. so was my no parents. Was had to pay like an extra dollar ninety nine or something. Even if it was thirty nine cents, my dad wouldn't do it. Oh no, you don't need that. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, well, you, you got you got soda at home. You got, you know whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was always like, I always had like go to my grandparents' house and they would have to take us out and that's what that's who would you know upgrade our meals <laughs> or something like that. But uh, no, those were pretty cool. I kind of miss stuff like that you know i don't know if fast food does that much anymore where they sponsor a big movie and you know go all out as far as you know uh cups and merchandise yeah that was that Um, was awesome back in the day and it really helped promote the movie and help i think it helped almost promote the fast food too like mcdonald's with their whole um uh flintstones promotions and um yeah uh taco bell with their congo promotion It, it was just I don't know. There was something magical about it. I guess they're really not allowed to pander to kids anymore selling junk food, but... I think um, when Endgame came out, McDonald's, all they had were the were the toys this past, or last summer. And I, I thought that was a big disappointment because I thought they could have went all out with Endgame, but, you know, all they did was these little, uh, like, kind of like wannabe Funko Pop kind of toy that they were giving out last year. They can't even supersize a damn meal anymore. <laughs> um, l- let me ask you guys a question, and 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 this kind of goes out to the crowd too. And and you know, once I ask this, I'll get off. Um, what are your guys' top five comic book movies of all time? I'll give you my list real quick: right. Dark Knight, Endgame, Infinity War, Logan, and Civil War, and honorary mention: Batman '89, of course, and Superman two. Ooh, the Dick Donner, Richard Donner, Superman 2. Do you like the Richard Donner cut or the studio cut better? The, the studio cut I, I'm used to as a child. Right. Obviously, that's the one that came on you know, HBO, and that was the one that I was always used to. So that has a special place in my heart, you know, as far as, you know, as, far as growing up is concerned. So I, I think I'll say that one for now. All right, Squeezer, uh, I'll go first if you don't mind. Yeah. I, I, you're going to have to think about it. Mine are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the one we watched two days ago. Uh, probably Batman Returns. Uh, let's see. Uh, probably The Dark Knight. I know, mm-hmm. I'm really Batman heavy. And I'll go The First Avengers. Really? Uh, no, you know what? I'll go The First Iron Man. I'll go The First Iron Man. Cause that that's that started everything right, right. Uh, the first Avengers it, start, it was really slow but I, I still like it um, yeah. and then let's see what's my last one maybe uh, uh, oh boy this is hard to pick uh, I really liked the latest Wonder Woman movie but I don't know if that could be a top five comic book um, Wow, I'm just. Can I? This is hard. Can I? Can I? Uh, pick the first Batman the animated series movie. There you go. 
That, I love, love that. Your list, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it's my list. Yeah, Squeezer, go ahead. <sighs> um, it's Batman '89 and Batman Returns are definitely on the list. Uh, this is tough. Yeah, there's so uh, many now. Back in the day, this because I feel easy. like there's something like I don't think of as a. Oh, Deadpool! I should put Deadpool somewhere in there. I love yeah. Deadpool. That movie's great. Hmm. You need the X2 right, so Maybe X2. X2 is good. Uh, X3 is not. <laughs> um, <laughs> X2 is really good. Uh, I even like First Class. Um, I thought yeah, that was really good. First Class, I like. I, I think um, the one with the Sentinels. Uh, Days of Future Past. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah, Days of Future Past. I think first time around when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, this is you know, this is a bunch of shit." And then, but when you watch it again and you and you kind of sit down and really watch it, I think it's actually pretty good. <laughs> Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck should be on there. <laughs> oh there man, go. what a flaming pile of garbage. Um, but it's it's so good because of it. Um, let's there's well, I'm trying to think what what recently came out that I thought was amazing. See, my list, as you as you heard, was a was real top heavy of you know recent movies, you know yeah. Endgame, Infinity War, Logan. Oh, no, Dick I really Tracy. enjoy Logan. Dick Tracy's a good one. Yeah, Logan. Yeah, was see, it's awesome. weird because like I don't think of Dick Tracy as like a comic book. He's a comic strip. Comic sure. Strip, yeah. I guess that if if that counts, then yeah, Dick Tracy for Dick Tracy might even be You're number right? one then. <laughs> in that case, uh, I love that movie, and it it just helps that it just it's. One of my favorite looking movies too. Uh, huh. I wanted it to be Ghost Rider, but it wasn't. <laughs> um, oh, what about one of those God. Punisher movies, Squeezer? You know what? I They're yes not bad. and no. So the first one's not there's bad. The, not the Dolph Lundgren one. No, I actually the first Thomas Jane one. I kind of do like the Thomas Jane one so for do all I. its for where for as many times as it departs from the Punisher in so many ways. I do like the more strategic way of it, how he kind of plots and turns everyone against themselves versus just going in guns a-blazing, which he does both. I just, I do like that. There is something about the Tom Jane one that I do like. You, you guys have probably talked about it uh, on previous uh, podcasts, but do you, did you enjoy the Netflix Punisher? I, oh I thought it was great. God, it was awesome. And, and season I, I two of Daredevil thing, was freaking amazing. The only yes. issue I had with it was it felt like every like it felt like everyone was like an origin story. Like it either it was the beginning or it started from scratch. And it was like the very last scene of the last season when he walks into the warehouse. It's like, why couldn't have we have had that just a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Just him go, just guns up like uh like they had to justify machine, so they, they had under each arm. They had to justify Squeezer so much why he was such a violent psychopath and not just let Punisher be Punisher. Uh, yeah, they could. You can't just show. You couldn't. People would give them shit if they just showed it as gratuitous violence, which that's right. what the Punisher is. Mm -hmm. If if honestly the the Punisher video game on Xbox, if they would have just made that <laughs> into a movie. Which basically, I mean, it is kind of just ripped from uh, the Garth the Ennis war journals. Uh, yeah, it was just um, 
Roger Corman. Yeah, I, 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 I wanted the, the creativity in the kills. Oh, I love this. Speaking scene. of the Netflix series, do you guys buy into um, the rumor that Matt Murdock I don't, will be in the next Spider-Man? I buy in full heartily just because I hope that would be freaking amazing <laughs> as, as Peter Parker's lawyer. And then that they could bring Kingpin yeah. in, um, the Vincent D'Onofrio Kingpin. That would be amazing because uh, Kingpin is I, a, a Spider-Man villain. Even though they made the mistake exactly. of selling him the fox and he went with Daredevil. But he's, just, in my opinion, he's a Spider-Man villain as much as a Daredevil. And Daredevil exactly. is in that universe. If they don't cash in and do something with that, then they're and, fucking nuts. And then they could bring Spider-Man in. Ah, oh, Spider-Man against Peter Parker. They hate each other. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Punisher. Punisher. I'm losing my mind here. Yeah, Punisher. Yeah, Punisher. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man. No, 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 I, I knew what you meant. No. Tank Real girl, fellow nerds here. I knew what you meant. I wouldn't put um, Tank Girl. Okay, guys. Um, I'll keep Tank it short girl? today. I, I look forward I, to Back to the Future. I've thought about it. Oh, sorry. Are you looking forward to Back to the Future? I think it's um, a, Back to the Future. If Gun to My Head, that is my favorite movie of all time. Oh, wow. Hands That's down. Scary. Back to the Future Part One. I'm actually, I live here in California. I am on a quest um, to visit as many of the filming locations as I can. I've already visited the mall. I visited Marty McFly's house. Um, you know, it's just a matter of me getting down to L.A. more often to try to visit these uh, filming locations. I still need to visit the Enchantment Under the Sea Dance location uh, there's a few more here and there i need to visit but um that is my goal did you have you documented this anywhere i have pictures i'll send them to you on instagram yeah um, they're just kind of quick pictures it. of me and my kids you know Still. in front of them yeah um my wife hates it so <laughs> it's kind of hard <laughs> you know for us to you know me to say oh hold on hun let me take a detour here to marty mcfly's house right. real quick you know yeah. but uh back to the future is, is by far my favorite movie of all time um we'll definitely you know, call we'll, in tomorrow when, we're, we're we're starting at 11 a.m eastern tomorrow we have to start a little early so just uh, set okay. your set your clocks now uh ready for 11 a.m eastern is that wait so let me do the math that's um, eight o'clock oh man that's early <laughs> for me and, uh, for me yeah uh could you imagine um, starting at eight o'clock our time no that we wouldn't be able to <laughs> I'm up. I'm ready to oh, go. I man, mean, I, I'm up I, for like three hours already, so I'm good to go. <laughs> but um, yeah, Back to the Future. Um, they actually down in um on Hollywood Boulevard. It's closed. It's closed now, obviously. But they were doing a whole exhibit of all the Back to the Future, a lot of the Back to the Future memorabilia, um, a lot of the uh, studio stuff and the and stuff in the movie was there. You know, the car from Back to the Future Three. Uh, when he goes back to 1885, which is actually my favorite version of the of the vehicle. Um, when it's all rigged up with those moon tires and the uh, mm. and the Pepsi crate on yeah. the uh, on the hood, that's actually my favorite version. Yeah, that's I I miss all that stuff. I know they were they had it out when they were giving away the Pepsi Perfect too, and I missed that. That was actually at New yeah. York Comic Con, and we were there and we missed the Pepsi Perfect giveaway. Uh, a quick story about <laughs> you kind of have to sacrifice about, your uh, whole day to get that stuff. Yeah, I know. All right, sorry, Joe. Go ahead. A quick. No, no, oh no, no, that's fine. I, I love hearing Squeezer. A quick story about that. I was um, a couple years ago, 2015. I was we went to Disneyland and stayed at the Disneyland Hotel. So I stepped out to get a, uh, a free newspaper. They were out in the lobby. Lo and behold, it was 
October 15th, 2015, and they had the special edition USA Today sitting on the counter in the lobby at Disneyland. And I grabbed it up, and to this day, I regret not grabbing more than just one. Because I don't know know what I was thinking. I was just like, oh, there it is, and I grabbed one. I should have grabbed three, four, five of them. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. That's awesome. So, so I got I got that. I want to get it framed one of these days, but you know, Smoking you guys know how it is with your wife you know, running right. the running the show. It's kind of hard to get those framed and hung up around the house. Our cats run the show at our house, but you know, <laughs> you know what, Rocketeer. Oh, there's a good one, Rocketeer. Oh, that, that nice squeezer, nice. I knew he was sitting there trying to pull pull something that would blow us out. I was trying. That's the thing. Like I didn't want to just. It would have been because e- I could easily put you know from the like the last twenty years. Last sure, I, ten years of Marvel two, movies. Well, I'm going back to like you know Spider-Man doing his thing, stuff like that. Like, or even Rocket you know, has a, like, even like a like even the like blade in there. Oh, maybe, I, you know what? Know? I should have put. I'm gonna augment quickly while we still have you. Spider-Man Two's got to be on my list. The Sam Raimi Spider-Man Two. That is a, well, really? almost perfect movie in my opinion. Uh, going back to Rocketeer, I believe um, they're animated now on Disney on Disney Junior. Is that right, Squeezer? Yeah, I, I think so. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch it. I saw uh, like promos, uh, commercials for it. Right. But I do want to yeah. um, take a look at it. Is it on uh, the streaming? Yeah, I want to check it out. I don't. I don't see my kids watching it, so I'm not sure if it's still on or if it's even popular. But yeah, I want to check it out too. Yeah, I don't know if it's on Plus. I know a lot of their new stuff they're still putting on cable before they move to Plus. Lame. So. Right. <laughs> and Rocketeer was actually um, speaking of sponsors a little while ago. They were sponsored by Pizza Hut, I believe, back in the day when they first came out. Yeah, uh, yeah, there were Rocketeer uh, uh, tie-ins with Pizza Hut. Yeah, Pizza Hut had some obscure licenses: Eureka's Castle, Land Before Time, <laughs> Rocketeer. But uh, you know, they yeah. were all wonderful. Pizza Hut was like the pizza as we were when we were kids. Last question, and I'll get off. I know I keep saying that. When did you guys have your final dine-in Pizza Hut? Um, we it's been like twenty years since we've seen one here. Maybe we, even we still have A one dine-in Pizza Hut. We still have one really? right by my house. Yeah, right up the street. E-Rock will know it. It's right uh, by the Taco Bell when you get off uh, 78 and Route 100. Uh, yeah, it's, and it's the old school dine-in with yeah. all the tables and some yep. arcades and everything. Uh-huh. I actually yeah. tried uh, just last summer. We were actually at uh, the Great and Wonderful Dutch Wonderland as we were talking. And it was one of those, like, the kids are starving. We're hungry. We still got a drive home. The only thing here we saw, like... I mean, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it home after eating Pizza Hut driving home. We might have to stop a few times, not to get too graphic, but <laughs> let's uh, let's stop and pop in. And we got in, or we got a table. They were nothing but nice, and uh, we went to order, and they're like, all right, it's going to be about an hour. I'm like, oh, okay, so we're already in tantrum mode, so uh, we're going to have to politely leave. So I was in there. We sat at a table. I had my water in my red glass. Um and uh, I was perusing the menu. I was excited, and then there was no way around. There wasn't. We weren't gonna wait an hour. I can't wait an hour, let alone uh, a four-year-old uh, wait an hour oh, for the, pizza. But. The red glass, man. Yeah. yeah. That takes me back. That, nothing makes Damn. bad tap water taste good like a red <laughs> pizza <laughs> cup. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I'll definitely call in for Back to the Future tomorrow because that's my shit right there, man. Awesome. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you calling in. Eric, call in. Your turn. Yeah, all right, buddy. <laughs> Eric, Eric's turn right. next. See you guys. See you, right, see you Joe. Bye. See, this is what more bad guys need. Members-only jackets. I know.
I would. I. They sold those jackets, uh, and I would kill for one. Not you, Squeezer, because you're a sweet boy. I wouldn't kill you. You wouldn't kill me for it. But there's some. Um, Let me see what people have been saying on the. Uh, I know. Uh, I saw Ferris said he wrote to Mondo requesting a 25th anniversary Tank Girl soundtrack on vinyl. That would be amazing. Uh, Eric played the uh, a song I would, at our I would, wedding. I would have to get that, even though I don't. My I don't have a stylus anymore. I just have a busted turntable. But I love that soundtrack so much. <laughs> Ferris had a pizza in his town. One of his students works there and got arrested in an underage drinking sting operation when they had an underage plant order beer and wasn't carded. <laughs> so lame. <laughs> Give the kids beer. They're going to steal it out of my garage if you don't sell it to them. Uh, uh, who doesn't ever want to do this? If you've ever actually been in a real art museum, this is. I would love to do this. Yeah, but this was the scene that uh, Jack felt the most uncomfortable with. I guess he's a fan of fine art. He didn't like the facing it. Hmm. I kind of like this one, Bob. <laughs> I love those jackets. I, we didn't talk about his Jack Palance impersonation. You, I'm our number one. Yeah. Oh, guy. Yeah, like, I forgot how great uh, he was in that, and, like, that, that murder scene, like, to the music, just the over-the-shoulder, just behind the back, just comedically having fun murdering someone. Yeah. That's the Joker. Yeah. Uh, I love that too, his fucking mm -hmm. lighter. As a kid, I wanted one of those so bad. <laughs> I knew it was impossible, but. Nothing's impossible. Put your mind to it. Well, to have one that small, you wouldn't have enough fuel to get it to. Uh, some. some uh, skulls. <laughs> So that's what we're looking at is my uh, Joker um, Dorbs. This is he's got you can't see in the box, but he's got the cane and he's got the beret and the, the makeup on. Uh, he's mimicking this, which is my favorite Joker costume in the in this movie. And that's what they kind of base some of the action figures off. Um, such a classical. He nailed this. I mean, Heath Ledger. I guess you, you need a great actor to play the Joker because the Joker's, I think he's going to go down in, in cinema history as one of the greatest characters like ever played because uh, actors keep getting Oscars for playing him. Yeah. Uh, Jack should have. Heath Ledger and it, did and yeah. deserved it. And um, This was at a time, though, where the comic book movies wouldn't get that recognition. No, they, you know, but like, they, this was the first ever comic book movie to get an Oscar for set design, I believe. Yeah, um, but like, it was it was still set design. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't think of giving it to your... You wouldn't give it to a director or a... You know, your, your big four wouldn't go to it back then. They, they barely still go to them. Like, like Joaquin Phoenix was amazing, and the Joker was a, a feat. That's how it got nominated. Uh, Dark Knight should have won Best Picture in 08 over Slumdog Millionaire. Sorry, Enchantress, but it's true. It wasn't even nominated. But, yeah, Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix, Jack. Uh, yeah. Well, what, what should happen is our, our superheroes start wearing uh, poofy dresses, talk in a... English old English accent and play rare instruments 
Um, and then that'll get you your Oscar win. They love that shit. Yeah, Cesar Romero should have won an Emmy. I agree. <laughs> because he kept his mustache on and refused to shave it. In fact, I have a, a Cesar Romero Joker pop in here, and his he's right here. His the pop has his mustache. It's it's That's actually all. on it. Hold it down a little. I, I I can't see it. You can see it. Yeah, the mustache is there. It's it's just textured. It's painted over. So I thought that was a great touch. But the, the surfing Joker pop, Funko <laughs> pop. Oh, that is great. As a kid, too, you thought, like, she actually did, like, something to him. I know. Like, your first time seeing it. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. And, I mean, think about it. This is the first, like, real, like, it finally picks up. Yeah. This movie's not the fastest. No. God, I wanted one of these things. Much like the Joker. Yeah, you got to get that pop, Brian. It's, I don't know if they still make it, but I got it from Target years ago. It was one of my first pops. Uh, I think they have also the Batman in the swim trunks. Great line. Episode. Get in the car. Oh, this the is... Flugelheim? Yeah, this is probably the, is. the biggest mistake this movie made. Oh, wait, no, no, I'm sorry. That's later when Alfred lets her into the Batcave. Alfred would have been out on his ass. Mm -hmm. Keep seeing the power glove behind Squeezer. Yeah, that's from uh, that's that's what my character's wearing from um, our, our flag. I'm not even looking at the video feed. Yeah, that's uh, I got the backwards hat on. I've got my uh, <laughs> ears, and I'm wearing my power glove. Never look at a Chevy Impala the same way again. No. That's a beautiful car right there. It is awesome. My favorite, one of my favorite scenes of Batman Returns is when the Penguin gets in the toy version of it and he's controlling it. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw that uh, Gary from Dork Knights, he show, he's, they make like a matchbox set that has that car, toy car in it. And I got, I got to get that. It just came out. I want that pretty bad. Uh, hey, what's up, Matt? That's in the house. Is it cabbage or cauliflower? Uh, that looked like cabbage. They, cabbage was the... Cauliflower wasn't popular right. back then. I call BS. I have never seen any construction work being done this late at night. <laughs> we should do a wizard watch along. I love the wizard. I think I have it ripped, too. Or Munch does, one of us. So we can... Uh, sorry, studios, but it's the easiest way to do these watch alongs. I just upload it to squeeze I'll it. still... I'll, I'll, I'll go buy the Blu-ray. So That's the other thing. Yeah, I found. I, I was going through because I wanted to find some of these movies so I can rip them, so I can watch them down here. Because I don't have a DVD or a Blu-ray player anywhere else. Um, but then, yeah, I found like my Back to the Future like Blu-rays. I'm like, shit, what am I gonna do with these? I need to go and like dig even deeper. And all my movies, who I used to at one point were like your pride and joy, and they'd be like displayed, and then in their cases and the shelves, and then they would get relegated to like the CD booklet we'd flip through and now they're just on the actual like cdr spindles like in bankers boxes up in my attic <laughs> if we watch um the wizard you're just gonna hear me going california the whole time 
Oh yeah, we could do a Masters of the Universe watch on. That's a good one too. Motu. Oh, Squeezer, add that to the that's list. That's a great idea. Add it to our list. Right after the Avian show. Avian show. We don't know how long this quarantine is gonna go, so we we're gonna need some some. Um... Oh, we could do the Rocketeer. Where's my? Concur on the wizard. We got a lot of uh, oh Willow, yes. That's a, a lot of people uh, call me Mad Mardigan because uh, some people say I have some sort of resemblance to uh, <sighs> Val Kilmer. <laughs> so at uh, they were calling me Iceman at the one event center. They even gave me my my credential at Iceman on it. And then the one person who worked there started calling me Mad Mardigan because they thought that was more. Uh, Ooh, Street Fighter the movie watch along. Now we're talking. Now that's see Willow, Street Fighter. What's that? Street Fighter the movie. Oh yes. Uh, are you writing all this down? Yeah, sure. I'm writing it down. I don't... I'm looking for a pen. I'm at a big desk. I have all these pens in front of me. Beautiful. Bones coffee mug from our friend Eric in Texas. He sent. I should get a giant whiteboard because I have one of these flip chart markers uh, the, these fights are great uh, just a Hogan big boot leg drop him <laughs> oh that's what I should have I should have pulled out my Bob the goon uh, figure He's over on the other side. So we got the wizard. Um, uh, Motu. 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 Uh, Willow. Uh, Street Fighter. Street Fighter. I love Street Fighter, but it's a... Uh, long way away from ghostbusters ninja turtles and batman <laughs> i know right we're like we're like we'll start with good movies and work our way <laughs> to bad movies uh did you want to do dick tracy uh yeah oh yeah would no we actually well hold like watching this why have a regular christmas when you can have a no alt bar christmas oh no the movie the match how about, here's what we do. Congo, hell yeah, Congo we, is on no, the list. Congo is definitely on the list. Here's what we do. Uh, how, when is WrestleMania supposed to be? Was it supposed to be like this week or next week? Know. April? Six? April? No, I thought it was March. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. What we do is we do a whole week of Hogan movies. Oh. Uh, we do Suburban, Suburban Commando, Commando, Mr. Nanny. Can I bring up uh, something uh, I read last night? Uh, three Ninjas or... Uh, yeah, three ninjas two. five or whatever it is i don't oh, know if we'll the, be able the reason to get why that he was hollywood uh. yeah we should do a whole hogan week oh who framed roger abbott that's gone oh yeah i would feel bad talking over that though i have that Mon uh ferris do you have the mondo soundtrack for who framed roger abbott i love that score it's so uh the score here is just awesome April 5th. Hackers! Yes! Hack the Gibson. Hack the world. Go to the back of the envelope. Hogan was on an episode of A-Team. 
Hogan was also on an episode of The Fall Guy. So was our friend Larry Holmes. Was he really? Yeah. And hey, if we if we ever hey. get too far into this, we can end up just watching uh the whole first season of the only season of Golden Palace. Yeah, right. Yeah, if things get we dire. Could, we have we have what... Max call in right. and we do uh three man have a third mic and have Max do a whole commentary on Golden Palace. Hmm, that's true. We could um watch up and all cry together, have a good cry. No, I'm good. That's <laughs> You gotta see Onward. It's available now and it's really good. Office space. Oh, check out for all the office space fans. I've got this uh Michael Bolton and Samir. And it comes with the fax machine that they're about to beat up on. Uh Samir's about to do the the curb kick and uh, Michael's got the back. Hold it. Are you holding it down for I don't see it. Are you do you see it on air? Yeah, you see it. Really? I only see oh, you right I, now. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, you're, my camera's above the camera you're watching me on. Oh, you're not actually streaming. Oh, that's right. You're yeah, Mr. I'm, Fancy I'm, Pants. I'm using with a $13,000 Sony camera. Remember we talked about uh, that yesterday? Yeah, I remember that now. There, see that? That uh, is a cool Funko Pop. Uh, Let me see it. I haven't. I don't wander in your office. I wander in there plenty enough. Oh, yeah. I've seen, it's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. Oh, Jurassic Park's definitely on. That might be yeah. next week. Yeah, I think we're getting there. I was actually looking for that last night in my stack of, again, I'm going to have to, I don't know if it's streaming somewhere or I'll have to go buy it, but I, you know, you have it on, you have two copies on VHS and then you have the DVD and then like the Blu-ray. So somewhere I have like four or five copies of Jurassic Park. I can't find a single one of them. Oh, Beavis and Butthead do America. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one too. That I still have in VHS somewhere. How would you guys feel about a Caddyshack 2 watch along? Oh, we should watch <laughs> and I'll tell you what. I won't even, I won't prepare. I'll watch it cold because I, I honestly don't think I've ever actually. I love Caddyshack 2. That's, that's on the list too. Caddyshack 2. Sorry, guys. It's one of my favorite movies and it's got some great jokes in it, but a lot of people think it's awful. I'll reenact WrestleMania 7. We won't just watch it, Joe. I'll reenact it with my wrestling buddies. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll wrestle the matches. Hold on. Squeeze her. Entertain them. I'm going to go get another one of my wrestling oh, Okay. Oh, who are you going to get? Are you going to? Oh, I hope he goes. He's got to go for. He's got to go for Taker, right? That's where he's going. So, because Taker's just behind the camera there. He'll be back around in a second. This is a money match right here. Um,. I love that the cops like actually have like ceramic mugs they're drinking off of on the back of their car. Um, I, I think I might actually have. I love those old TVs with the, that I called it. Um, the little um, what is it, LED? Uh, what kind of diodes were those? What? The little red readouts. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That's when that's when you knew you're fancy when your when your TV could do that. It wasn't just straight up dials. I, I could cut a promo as Paul Bear. Oh yes, then the Undertaker comes out to face you, Jimmy Snuka at WrestleMania Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I have Ferris sent me this awesome Paul Bear print. I have it in uh, on our set downstairs that we never use that you built. Yeah. Purple yeah, I got, I got one. Uh, I was gonna actually pull that in and try to start decorating down here, but I figured. Um, this bat cave is a death trap. I know. Oh, Billy Madison's a good one. That that'd mm. be a fun one to watch. Um, this is it's not not the uh, feng shui layout of the '66 Batman. Everything no. was so neatly uh, I, Enterprise Bridge layout. I wanted to live in the '66 Batman Batcave. Oh, that yeah. was that is still my dream. I still want to live in there. That's freaking awesome. All those little doodads and knickknacks. We could probably build one out of all the shit in the classroom on the second floor. <laughs> That's true. Uh, very subtle, Mrs. Sanderson. I'll be uh, Mr. Sanderson, and you'll be Mrs. Esterhouse. <laughs> As um, Dan Aykroyd, he kind of has the same voice as Paul Bear in uh, Caddyshack 2. So I know E-Rock's ready for Caddyshack 2. Do you want to sail uh, with blood? <laughs> no, I think a handshake's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> He's really good. Dan Aykroyd plays kind of the kind of the Bill Murray, Carl Spackler character, but he's different. He's like a mercenary trying to take out um uh the, the nem it's it's just I won't I won't bury the lead. It's it's great. Well uh your vote for best Batmobile, the Anton first, eighty nine one for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh then the sixty six one, then the animated series one, the Timverse one. Um Never, ever, ever, ever the Batman and Robin one. <laughs> no, with the the floppy wings. Yeah, and I, cause I'm not a huge fan of the Tumblr, cause it just didn't feel like a Batmobile. Yeah, it was still cool. I like the Tumblr. It was still cool, yeah. but like it doesn't feel like it just never felt like a Batmobile. But the, yeah, the Batfleck, I, I kind of like where they're going with the new one. Yeah, the Batfleck one's pretty cool. Yeah, but the '89 Anton uh, Anton first is is. And the 66 one's my second favorite. I love that Batmobile. Yeah. Anyone else? What's your... Everyone give a give a vote in. I'm actually on this this site. It's uh, this... They calculate... Uh, How many people uh, have seen Caddyshack 2? <laughs> uh, it's... Under uh, a thousand. Right now, it's at two. What are they calculating? Uh, this... Uh, total sims us and they do like uh air drag calculations and they have a whole uh page dedicated to the 89 batmobile where they using math um actually calculate all like the drag and hot spots and like the velocity of the car it's really cool like actual like breakdowns and aerodynamics of it cool. it's not the most efficient vehicle out there generates a lot of drag and heat up front You know what we could we could also do if you guys think it's cool. I could bring in my Nintendo NES Classic and and uh, once I get that little switcher, I could plug that in and you guys could watch me play like Mario Brothers. <laughs> if that's Mario Mario Three. Oh yeah, it could all it could all be like uh, us as kids. Yeah. Like with the you guys all, all keep telling me what to do. Oh, go, oh, go, to watch go there. The kid yeah, that one the controller. Yeah, exactly. That's how you play it. Well, my should I get this worked down? I will be able to wire it up. I was actually about to buy a Genesis because my old one is nailed to the back of the set. Do you want me to bring that in? What's that? Do you want me to bring that in for you? 
Nah, I, I need one long term. Poor thing. Shit to bed, so. Yeah, play along. Uh, I could I could be your version of the wizard. California. Oh, you oh we could all do speed run uh, against each other. Oh yeah, RK found the secret fun. warp zone. How'd you know there was a secret warp zone? Like, how did they know anything about this game? That's what I didn't understand in the wizard. <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're doing a. Uh, yeah, I know Brian would be down with it. We're doing a Batman '89 uh, watch along. Kinda. We're you watching. You kind of notice his hair is just kind of sprayed green here. Like, it's not, like, full-on dyed green. Yeah. This scene was a last-minute uh, addition from John Peters. It was all his idea. Though. You want to get nuts? We can get nuts! <laughs> oh, God, I want that jacket with the Joker logo so bad. Yeah. I just want a big guy walking around with a... Yeah, we have one too, but we have the three button uh, USB controllers with it. Uh, I need to get a six button one so I could play Street Fighter properly. <laughs> uh, my Genesis Mini, but I've been I've been so focused on uh, the newest Animal Crossing, I haven't really played anything else. It's all on my Switch Lite. I'm just playing Animal Crossing. You can just watch us feed our. Playboy in a blob and just feed him random jelly beans all day long. You know what happened to this guy, Jack? I just I just potted up because this is mm -hmm. some fantastic acting. Made mistakes. Exquisite acting, as Hollywood Babylon would say. Yeah, this. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get. <laughs> Ever dance with the devil? Oh Ever shit! Dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. <laughs> he just put two and two together. See, Batman's supposed to be the world's greatest detective. Batman, Bruce Wayne would have fucking known that Joker was Jack Napier before he dropped that line on him. He would have mm -hmm. fucking put that together. Uh, the, uh, Bruce, Tim, in the Timverse, he would have known it already. In the comic books, he would have known. My go-to is E-Honda because you could, he's the cheapest. You could just keep doing his hand slap over and over and no one else could do anything to you. That's uh, my favorite Street Fighter. Let's get nuts. It's if Andre the Giant was it. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. No. Yeah, you got to play cheap and dirty when you're playing Street Fighter 2. Oh, no, my serving dish. <laughs> oh. Why is she still opening random gifts? I don't know. Yeah, it's not. No. Ah! <laughs> John Peters. Uh, I love the just the the feel, the set design, uh, the art direction, how it's modern day, but that 1930s Art Deco crossover. Just it makes me so happy. You want to get nuts? Oh, hold on, let me get in the character. Pritchard, your mother's a whore. 
Oh, I'm going to take on Chainsaw Charlie tonight. He's coming to the Madison Square Garden. And if the Joker wants to get nuts, we can get nuts. Your mother's a whore. Oh, <laughs> uh, Blade Runner. Yeah, that would be cool. Not, I don't think we have enough time to do the, the sequel. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, I got, uh, Eric, I got uh, an awesome video with Arcade 1-Up. I got it laid out on my uh, Premiere timeline. I There's one audio gaff that uh, we lost the wireless on, so I got to fix that. And I'll upload it. He tells uh, the whole details on all the NBA Jam and the Arcade 1-Up um, machines that are coming out. Uh, he gives us the rundown on all of them. And the the, the uh, coffee table ones or the, the cocktail table Street Fighter is freaking awesome. Yeah, no one ever says Zangief. I, that was the first. Zangief was the first G.I. Joe Street Fighter figure I had, though. It was Zangief because I found him. And, and then I had Balrog. I love the suit in the vault. Yeah, I know. It's so... It just it makes it feel so much more, like, gives it such importance. Doom. Which, it doesn't seem like there's actually a lock on it, though. You just kind of... Uh, Marge was my go-to player on Simpsons Arcade because she had the vacuum. Yeah, it was all about the reach. Yeah. Just like uh, Princess Peach or Princess Daisy is my go-to character on uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 because she could float. She's the best character. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. He's, he's hijacking TV. Working in television, I know that uh, this control room is the only control room in history that looks older than our old 1045 <laughs> control room. And B, the, the, the tray of cigarettes, yeah, right. cigarette butts. This is near impossible. Did you see that stereo split? It went to the right channel there? Huh, yeah. And they were all looking off to their... Mm-hmm. Man. The wrong side. Well, I'm, I might have my channels mixed up. That's what I want to know. I want to know where is like the mayor actually looking at. Go to X Men Arcade. Ah, oh, jeez. I would always usually pick Cyclops. I know he's the heel. He's a fucking heel. I shouldn't have picked. I had um until they disabled it because they wouldn't update it. I had the X Men Arcade app on my uh, iPad. I played it constantly because you had unlimited credits. It's a good, it's a good move. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Colossus was good. What's this? Uh, Amazon's giving me trivia here. Don Johnson, Dale McKiff, and William Peterson were considered for Harvey Dent. Huh. I, I still really would have liked to have seen Billy D. Williams has Two-Face. There's some concept art out there of it. If you just Google it, it's pretty cool. Uh, so I read last night that Ray Liotta was offered three roles in this. So it's, I think, Harvey Dent, uh, Joker, and Batman. Instead, he didn't take them to take Goodfellas, and he said he regrets it. And I'm like, what the fuck? You regret taking one of the most iconic characters in movie history, Henry Hill, to be in this movie? Yes, this movie's great, but come on. Yes. Goodfellas is freaking amazing. Yeah, but because I couldn't 
because now that we have them both, I'm very happy with both. Yeah. You know, I mean, Goodfellas is like it's my, it's my number two, sometimes number one, depending if I'm hungry. Uh, you know, all time. Don Johnson was great in Knives Out. Uh, I was always Donatello and TMNT. Um, but uh, John, you, who was the guy that played the the? Uh, who's the current? Uh, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig was amazing in Knives Out. I just want to see more movies with his character solving crimes in that uh, Georgia accent. Clutching the pearls. Got out of the pit. Pearls. Squeezer, who was your go-to in the TMNT arcade games? Oh, Donatello. Yeah, me for sure. For twofold. One, you know, I'm a Donatello fan. And two, again, it's the all reach. about the same reason why you pick Marge. Yeah. It's all about the reach. Um, and it's same thing with, you know, for NES. Like, if I you could go, it was Donatello. Then uh, Leonardo, because he had a, a decent reach. Michelangelo and then Raph. Raph was by far the worst because you basically had to be right on top of your enemies to. So a uh, little news on a TMNT arcade game. Did you guys all see that tiny little miniature one I posted on our uh, Instagram? So I talked to the lady from um, uh, the, uh, the company that's behind the world's uh, tiniest, and she's going to send me a bunch of samples, including uh, a few turtle arcade games to give away to you guys. So. Uh, that's coming. This was kind of before this whole COVID-19 thing happened. So I'm sure once they get back to work, she's going to get back to me. Uh, so uh, just keep your eyes out for that. We're going to have some of those uh, arcade games. And she's going to send me some of those world's tiniest Motu and G.I. Joe action figures to give away to. Or oh, I might just sweet. keep them for myself. No, I'm kidding. I'll give them away. <laughs> Are we talking... Uh, See around, kid. He does. He they picked a good actor to yeah. Young Jack. Is he related? Oh, let's go to the IMDb. Googling this about the Joker in the rad years. Googling, <laughs> sir. Allow me to bully this option, sir. Instead of having uh, who's um. Brock Lesnar fighting at WrestleMania, wrestling at WrestleMania. Instead of having Roman Reigns go over, sir, how about Brock Lesnar, the Beast Incarnate, go over and keep his title belt, sir? Oh, it came in. This is when Alfred leaves, lets her in the Batcave. She finds out he's Bruce Wayne. Alfred should have been fired. You cannot let anyone in the Batcave. Not Vicky Vale. I, Kevin Smith got shit for this when he let Silver St. Cloud in uh, and, and gave up his identity in um, his uh, cacophony run. Drew McIntyre. See, they already beat you to it. No, I'm looking for the... God damn. I, this thing doesn't work. All right. It fell to its death. Mm. Is that what you were doing, that, that noise? That you're trying yeah, to that's me trying to get my not-so-magical mouse to do mouse things. This this is where they base that action figure out, too. He's wearing the turtleneck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, there was two versions. There was the purple one that came with the Bruce Wayne's uh, cruiser, his car. The custom coupe. Custom coupe. And then there yeah. was the black Got one it. that you, you put the, the armor on. That was a sweet car. Yeah, it was. A custom coupe. Yeah. The rockets come out the side and stuff. It was... Um, I don't think I was either. I was aware of Kim Basinger before this movie. Ah, such a cool scene. Oh, come on. Sorry. Yeah, uh, Defoe would be a good Joker. He was a great um, Green Goblin, though. That always reminded me of Police Academy 6, when Tackleberry, like... Yeah. Are you wearing cologne? My woman <gasps> likes Police Academies. Oh, yeah, we could do Police Academies. Take me, Garth. Where? I'm low on gas and you don't have a jacket. <laughs> oh. Uh, Endless Void is now Raging Robot Party. Fixed it. Hey, I got it back. Your mouse? Yeah. Oh, well, good, everybody. Fixing mice with the rat ears. <laughs> City under siege. Rest, uh, it's where I, I learned the phrase... I think, uh, what's he say? Dang it. When he drops the ice cream. And whatever he says when he drops the ice cream cone, I could not stop saying that when I was a kid. Give me the toys. <laughs> He's the mastermind. Yeah, City Under Siege is my favorite, too. Yeah. My balloons. Great helicopter. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go. Yeah, six and then four. So it's city under siege and then and citizens, citizens on, on patrol. patrol yeah. C citizens on patrol. Um. Uh, yeah, uh, he wasn't really in. Doing uh, Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, an actor. Yeah, the Jimi Hendrix impression, yeah. Ah, Miami Beach. We have, um... Sean, uh, who's in this group chat, lives down in Miami Beach. He could tell us any realism of if they actually shot there or not. I, love, I wanted a big handful of these Joker dollars. Alright, Eric rates him six four one three five two. I think that's a good Yeah. One's okay. There's nudity in it in the fire scene. I remember because I saw I think I saw like four first and then eventually my dad let us watch one and I was like, oh boom. Yeah. Oh I remember I was watching it, uh and, and as my mom walks in now, I bury my head in the couch like, Oh, you shouldn't be seeing this. <laughs> That's the beeps, sweeps, and the creeps. I knew it. Yeah. We're surrounded by assholes. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, Nobody would dare give me raspberry. A lot of the uh, no, only one uh, man. <laughs> That's what it is. Tim Tim Burton was not too thrilled about the the prince. Uh, oh yeah, having prince in the in the movie. Yeah. I mean, it's alright. You you play it off as if it's playing. You know at the parade, you know? So you kind of... I hate yogurt. 
if they cut the scene where it was or i don't know if it was cut in post or if it was never shot but where people realize they're actually like joker dollars that aren't of any value yeah there was a whole scene they never shot it okay it was never made never shot from what i read last night <laughs> i want to see this joker joker helicopter uh in the second life game my balloons oh this is all my balloons epic i mean when you was Tackleberry the guy in all of them? I think he must have been. Gene Tackleberry. I love him in Six when he pulls that fucking hand cannon out from under his pillow. <laughs> and he blows three holes through the milk carton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jones was in all of them. That was pretty much his only gig aside. He had the one-off in a few movies, but... No, Harris wasn't in all of them either. Mauser was in... Some of them. As uh, Mauser was in two. Yeah. Right? Was yeah. it two or three? He was in two of them, I think. Two. Yeah. Uh, Mauser might have been in two and five. Batman Forever was the best Batman soundtrack, in my opinion. Yeah. You 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 took Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin, because it's got the that's got Smashing, Smashing Pumpkins. pumpkins yeah. so. uh, I always so you know we had an no, old. No, not Harris. And, uh, Proctor. Proctor was in all of them, wasn't he? Because Proctor was with Mauser in one of them. He was with Mauser. Yeah. yeah. So I think their first assignment was yeah it was Mauser. Um, but yeah, we had a an old phone that I would use, and that I would do that whole like pulling the antenna out thing. That was my my balloon device detonator, whatever. <laughs> Uh, when you be playing, you just you know. Oh, of, co of course, you would be the Joker in in uh, imaginary Batman play. No, no, I was Bob. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I knew at an early age. <laughs> Great acting there by Kim Basinger. He's gonna <laughs> kill everybody. <laughs> Get in the car. Get in the car. Oh, yeah, because those cars are airtight back Boarding those N95 masks, huh? Yeah. Not cool, Knox. Get into your local uh, uh, medical health provider. Here comes the bat wing. I, I saw that if this was the scale, the wingspan would be like 33 feet, or was it bigger? Like two scale. Okay, so you're saying, like if it was to scale with how it should have, how it looked in the movie, if it was like an actual scale. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is that small for a? I'm guessing that's probably much shorter than a, a jet would have to be. I that always reminded me of Rampage. And the guy falls through the sign. Yeah, there was a lot of good acting in Batman Forever, but it just wasn't the best movie. But the soundtrack was fantastic. Because uh, the Jim Carrey's Riddler was great. Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face was great. And even Val Kilmer wasn't the worst Batman. Yeah, Batman and Robin was dog shit. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> uh, they made Bane a fucking joke. Yeah. All right, so how long, how big did you say the... Uh, I think I read 33 feet. 
33. All right, so, all right, an F... An F-16 is uh, 33 feet. I like all those little devices and the, the beeps and bleeps, the sweeps. Yeah. Because he knew that one day he was going to need a balloon-catching claw. Um, ah, well, he thinks ahead. Yeah. It, it just looks like a big cable cutter, like yeah, a big yeah. wire stripper. It was. Freeze! All the puns from Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. It oh, took yeah, a great yeah. story, the uh, Paul Dini's Heart of Ice, and just butchered it. Noral. <laughs> That's really bad for the birds in the environment. Just letting those balloons kind of go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's gonna come back down. Right, exactly. Bane's intelligence. He's genius and uh, uh, maniacal. It's the Chuck Dixon Bane. Uh, from mm -hmm. uh, Night's Quest, and they made him uh, just following uh, Poison Ivy around. It's, it's embarrassing. Things. Oh, I can't. Yeah, this is it for him. Ah, oh, it's. I, I'm I'm still uh, waiting to see Sonic. It comes out on uh, to, it's available to rent on uh, March 31st on iTunes. So I'm waiting to judge Sonic. I I'm excited to see it. Bane did, yeah. Bane had the. I'm wearing I've been wearing the mask since before it was cool. And gloves. No one knew who I was till I put on the mask. It's kind of a Sean Connery mix. <laughs> No one knew who I was till I put on the mask. Oh, I'm doing it, Joe, and butchering it. <laughs> I am Gotham's Reckoning. Wingspans of fighter jets. Got to do it through this. I am Gotham's Reckoning. Kind of squish my nose in here. You can't kill Gotham City. When Gotham is dead, then you have my permission to die. Yeah, I know. So this, this is like a Sean Connery. You're the man <laughs> now, dog. <laughs> Your best. Losers always won about the best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. God, yeah, was I mean, the prom just murdered queen. a whole bunch of guys. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's shooting out fucking missiles and guns. In, in, a, in a crowded... He can't even hit the Joker, and he pulls out his... He, he shoots down a fucking fighter jet with a long-barreled fucking revolver. Well, if you hit him in the right spot, you know. He, he, just, yeah. he, just, he just blew up like Porkins did. I know. <laughs> that right there looked like a miniature. Like it, it, yeah. I love it, but yeah, definitely. I had the micro machine set from Ertl, which had the Batwing, the Batmobile, and the the purple Joker van. I still have it mint on card thanks to Dinosaur Dracula. Fun pack subscriber since twenty fourteen. This church. They're walking up the stairs and walking up the stairs, and then I guess Jack turned to Tim and said, Why, "Where are we going? Why are we walking?" And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> John Peters had the had uh, had Anton First and this company make this for a hundred thousand dollars. 
Liam Neeson was a good Raz al Ghul. I didn't ever, I didn't fucking see that coming either. There's a story about um, the Henry Ducard was made up. They let the guy who wrote the Batman 89 script do comic books, and he invented Henry Ducard, who they later used as Ra's al Ghul's fake personality in Batman Begins. So there is a cross between this movie and Batman Begins. It's a little trivia out there for you kids. Dude, so Terry it is Funk. now the clock is now ticking. That's how awesome this is. It's 10 minutes from the call to actual the helicopter evac. Ah. It's so, all real time. Joe wants me to do Terry Funk doing Bane. So let me think here. <laughs> I'll give you a minute to uh <laughs> Is this some mental preparation you need to uh I need to get a good line. Uh you think darkness is your alley, but merely adopted the dark. I was born in it like your mother was born, because she's a whore. Well, when you do it, cover your mouth, though, so you get that. You got to get the muffling. I didn't see the light until I was already a man. Chainsaw Charlie. But then it was nothing to me but blinding. Your mother's a whore. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I really do apologize for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nothing like fighting crime and being in such a stiff suit that you need to arch your back mm -mm -mm. like 35 degrees to be able to see up. Um, yeah, they said he couldn't even hear a thing. Yeah, they said that, it made him um, claustrophobic, but it, it made him more I introverted into the character. So that's what they worked with. Mm -hmm. Basically, they're like, we're not redesigning the suit, so make it work. <laughs> <laughs> use it. Use it. Use that. Yeah, use that. That's what. Yeah, it's that that move like makes Batman the whole arching it back. Like you just kind of. I'm getting a few more requests here. Paul Bear like as the Joker. Oh yes, Batman! This city is mine, and the balloons at midnight will take a whole Gotham into my arms. <laughs> uh, now the dustiest vein. Uh, okay. See here, uh, the darkness uh, is your alley, uh, but honey, you merely adopted the dark, and I, the American dream, was born in it, molded <laughs> by it. I am the every man who didn't see the light until I was already a man, the dream man, but there was nothing to be but blinding. And I'll tell you what, Batman, if you take on the second most recognizable athlete in the world behind Muhammad Ali, you're going to understand the shadows betray you because they... Belong to me, sugar. <laughs> but that have been my best. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty damn good. Thank you. Macho man. Man, I don't know <laughs> if I can do macho man. <sighs> thinking, thinking, thinking. Darkness might be your alley. Yeah! You merely adopted the dark. Macho man was born in it. <laughs> molded by it and let me tell you something elizabeth i didn't see the light until i was already a man a macho man yeah <laughs> i mean he could have just been a straight up batman villain to begin with he could have <laughs> he would have fit in great uh sorry everybody for my bad impressions 
Do you think Nolan made a nod to Burtman's Boston when he? Yes, I absolutely think he did that. What? Uh, uh, Ferris thinks he made a nod in the second movie. He tells, uh, uh, um, he tells Red that he <laughs> I can't think of his name right now. He tells Morgan Freeman that he can't turn his head. Uh, Lucius Fox. He tells Lucius. Oh. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, Cornette is pain. <laughs> okay. okay, you couldn't think of him, so you had to call him Red. Red. <laughs> Andrew Dufresne. Uh, oh, you think the darkness is your ally, and you're a fucking heel. You merely adopted the dark. I was born in a motherfucker. Um, was your favorite part of the Dark Knight when Ben destroyed Pittsburgh, Squeezer? The Dark Knight <laughs> what Rises. Is it? Last time I checked, Pittsburgh was still in Pennsylvania, which is, I mean, it's all right, I guess. Um, he blows up I, some bridges. I, uh, oh, it blowing I up, listen, there, I, guess. I don't mind him blowing Fine. up Heinz Field. <laughs> no. <that's laughs> Not a Steelers fan. Vikings for life. I know everyone's like, you're a Vikings fan. What the hell is wrong with you? Uh, I'm, uh, I like pain and torture. I know. There's no movie where anyone destroys Connecticut that I'm aware of, or he would probably like that too, Eric. <laughs> uh, dan this oh, dancing I, I, scene with a passed out Mickey Bale I think in Godzilla, as he was like, tearing through Manhattan, he was headed that way, and he just went, eh. He just turned around. Not worth it. <laughs> This is probably the best fighting stuff in the movie. Yeah, no one likes the Eagles. No, Enchantress does. The only word people in Philadelphia know how to spell is E-A-G-L-E-S. And they spell it all day. let you know all day long. I'm a Phillies fan, though. Um, it's different. It's different. <laughs> Classic Joker with the bang coming out. Uh, Steve Austin, he later, really Stone Cold later stole that uh, yeah. with Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon was his Vicky Vale. I mean, he really does just embody. Yeah, he really owned it, really took it. Yeah. And he loved his performance. So that's how you know yeah. when someone's having fun and loving what they're doing, you're going to get a good performance. I don't know what the hell. Uh, What's his name was doing in um, uh, Suicide Squad as Joker, but it was a rough interpretation. Yeah, well, it, I don't know. You just get the impression that you took it very seriously. It's like you couldn't have fun with the character, which, as dark as he is, you have to approach the Joker in he a was, very. He, he was having. He was doing the Joker stuff. It just was stupid. Like the outfit was dumb. The gold teeth was dumb. The oh. tattoos were. Yeah. It wasn't Joker. It was like. He, he was being the Harley Joker instead of, like, Harley was like a juxtaposition to the Joker, and, and they just kind of yeah. made that Joker Harley Joker. Yeah. All right. Like, the, the interpretation just, he was doing the Joker shtick and having fun and laying down like a psychopath and, like, having the big weapons and everything, but he was like, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. The, the, the Lamborghini... You know, that was too, it was like Gangster Joker. And he was, a, 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 yeah. but he cared, he didn't care about money or shit. He just wanted to, like, like Heath Ledger burning the money in Dark Knight. That was the fucking Joker. Yeah. He wouldn't buy a purple Lamborghini with it. 
He was a juggalo joker. Yeah, he was. <laughs> woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't have a hatchet man tattoo. Yeah, yeah, I, bet I just did. noticed that where she like picks the little fuzz out from her mouth, like, ugh. <laughs> ah, Jack is so good. Yeah, he is. You hear that? I just came on on the podcast that Jack Nicholson's a great actor. Yeah, because that's never been said before. Ding. You wouldn't hit a man with glasses. <laughs> Great line. Dude, Vince is Bane. I'm getting a request for Vince McMahon as Bane. <laughs> uh, hey, pal. Uh, you think the darkness is your alley? Uh, I can't do like the, the. Hey, pal. Hey, pal. You think the darkness is your alley, pal? But you merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. I was born by it. <laughs> I didn't see the light. Until I was already a man. <laughs> Say what you want about the tennis socials. At least it's an ethos. Oh, Big Lebowski. That's another one we could do. These men are nihilists, Donnie. There's nothing to be afraid of. They're cowards. <laughs> I have my first pop ever. It's actually worth money. First pop I ever owned. From the dude holding this drink. The whites. Welcome to the axe. Ah, uh, they start dancing on their hands. Big drop. Ah, oh, this is a great, great joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, doing the Vince all the time. Yeah, it really strains your vocal cords. And he <laughs> does it all the time. Um, if you watch... Uh, Old superstars when he's commentary though. Oh my God, he threw him over the ropes. He's got, he's on the back of it. This is the oh, there's that sweet Joker helicopter again. There it is. Ten minutes perfectly. It's the second Batman movie in a robe to feature a rope ladder out of a helicopter. Do Terry Funk doing Vance. Welcome to the XFL. <laughs> I'll change all Charlie. Richard. Yeah. <laughs> Still, my first might have been in Batman 66 with the rope ladder and the, the yeah, shark. Yeah, the shark. And the, the bat, bat the sharp bat shark, shark repellent. repellent. <laughs> you have to fight us. <laughs> <laughs> and there's people actually actually just listening now yeah. and it's just dead silence it's because we're sitting here watching the joker and i'm thinking i want uh, one of those snapback joker hats <laughs> yeah 
Uh, they are pretty sweet. Now, he's got he's hanging on with a probably a 500 pound gargoyle hanging from his ankle. Yeah. Um. But you know he's. Uh, I love like the rollback in his eyes as he's like just. Yeah. The the look on his face because like, whereas some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. You get the sense that some Jokers are indifferent to life and death. He had the I same problem like... in Dark Knight Rises. Hmm. It was it was it all came to fruition uh, in Batman '66 movie. He couldn't get rid of the bomb, and that was the same problem Batman had in Dark Knight Rises. Days <laughs> you just can't get rid of a bomb. Yeah, they really should have had just like some some ducks in the East River. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like a nuns and like a marching band. Like at that point, you know you're making a parody of yourself, right? Like if that's not if everything else isn't already a gimmick, that's the biggest one. Literally a giant bomb. What you can buy the Joker hat? Or are you just telling me if I find it, send a link? Eric just said link to the Joker hat. I want that Joker uh -huh. hat if they have it. Or you know what? The the snapback or the beret? The snapback. I oh. I can make <laughs> them. Um, I I'll get the patches made from my patch people, and then I'll get the snapback ads. I'll make them, and then we we could give them for all you. We'll, we'll make they'll be Radier's merch. the joker hat it's from someone in argentina uh, where'd you send the link to uh, dm me in uh, uh uh insta yeah you get the sense that she's just moving on from uh, everything you know, i'm buying one like i, one I never thought like she would be back for a sequel all right like, I, i've had enough I'll get the logo. I'll I'll send it to my person today. I'll make it. I'm making the snapback hats, everybody. That's happening. I love this line. It's there's no link in the snap in the chat. Gave us a signal. You gave us a signal. That's yeah. so epic. Yeah, I just went from six to midnight. We were always disappointed as a kid when you tried to put like a little thing on a flashlight and shine it up in there and it didn't make a bat signal. Yeah. It, you know, I didn't have a giant spotlight. I think all spotlights should have like a, uh, a Batman cutout on it. Oh, okay. Got At least, it. yeah. Oh. Uh, we got a such call. a great Alfred. Getting a call. Hold on, I'll get to you. Can't find. Hold on. Ah, crap. Call back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to it on time. Well, I'll call them back. 
Hey, it's Mark. Leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as oh, I can. There's Mark. Hmm. Just calling back. I mean, and that's how you end up Batman movie two. Yeah, that is how you end one. Like that shot of Oh there he is. He's calling back now. Hey Mark, didn't get to you on time. I couldn't find my window with Google Voice. That's okay. I was I was just watching the uh, panic on your face as you're like looking to the phone, <laughs> looking behind you, your your board and everything else. Um, <laughs> uh, just we're in a little bit of a, a little bit of a lag between the the call and what you guys are got going on the screen. But um, yeah, I just had a couple of thoughts just to maybe kind of like I don't know booking things and just kind of throw uh, something out there, just kind of like a theory or whatever. Um, you know, I think it's, it's interesting. I know myself, you, know, you guys, probably a lot of the people that listen to your show, um, you know, are creatives of some sort and maybe work in some kind of creative industry in some capacity. Um, and I, I think there's a definite connection between that and, you know, the, the, the love that we all have. Um, oh, for sure. You know, for the stuff of the rad years, you know what I mean? I think right. it, it's less such an indelible mark. Um, and I think, like, that era is just like a font of, of like all this incredible creativity, you know, I mean, you see that in this film, um, and that's the reason those things are, are so enduring, you know, they weren't just like a flash in the pan thing, and like, you saw the advent of these, you know, big blockbuster movie franchises really, you know, come about in the 80s, um, because they were just making these incredible original properties, like now stuff's just kind of, you know, like ripped off, and it's, um, you know, reboots and everything else, uh, and part of that is the cash grab, you know, they, they realize that, you know, we're all in our, you know, 30s to early 40s, mid 40s, whatever, um, and so you know the nostalgia aspect is is definitely uh, a part of it, and it, that drives marketability. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, just the the stuff that that they the stuff itself, right? Just is is so enduring. Um, it's because of of the immense amount of creativity that went into it, um, and that's the lasting testament to it. You know. I agree. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. And I think again. Yeah, I know. That, that's, there's like a whole wave right. of nostalgia between like all the podcast guys who are on this chat and, you know, uh, all the podcasts that are out there, um, the, the, the websites, the blogs dedicated to it. Uh, you, there's something to be said for what you're saying. I think that there is uh, that this era uh, spawned all of us. We're all products of this era and uh, we all are fond and, and, and love it. And I think it still fuels. Like it's it's the reason why they put out stuff like Funko exists right now. I mean, they, they have some older properties and '70s properties, but the '80s and '90s stuff is huge, and uh, I think you're right on the money with that assessment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's just, um, you know, and, and part of it was there was just creation of, of new media outlets, and so. But I think also it's just, um, you know, the creatives that were making this stuff just kind of came about at the right time. And we're able to kind of like distill all these like different experiences that they were having um, and, you know, kind of like turn a mirror to the things that were happening right. um, in society. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's not to say there, there's not a lot of, you know, great, innovative new IPs that are coming out. But, I mean, so much of what we see, um, you know, especially things that kind of like dominate the box office or things that, um, you know, are, are most like prevalent are the things that are basically like rehashes of, of you know, pre-existing IPs. Right. And, you know, hopefully we'll get we'll get to another point where, like, we see some new innovative stuff coming out um, and not just continue to have these sort of like, you know, watered down uh, versions of, of things that we all sort of grew up with and, have, you know, no one loves. Um, but, you know, it's 
What do you think? Well, our, what do you think? Point? Our parents who grew up on the '66 Batman thought of the '89 Batman. I mean, my dad and mom could give two shits about it. My mom liked it, but I mean, do you think they thought the same thing? Like the '89 was watered down. Like that was their Batman, and and they're ruining yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's it's such a such a different take on it. Um, you know, I mean, it, I think with the '66 Batman, they were trying to sort of. Um, I don't know, in some way mimic or encapsulate like the the very kind of colorful, you know, and, and the pop art movement I think was very influential for that too. Um, I think visually they were they were pulling from that a lot, but um, just you know the, the the campiness of it, and I don't know if that's something that were they were trying to use as a way to market to younger audience, and that was the device they used for that, mm-hmm. um, you know, in not taking itself too seriously. Um, and, uh, you know, I think also, too, I mean, the the turn that happened after, you know, Christ on the Earth and with, like, some of those Batman, um, you know, having Batman just be a much darker character. Um, so I think that, that was the impetus for a lot of that. I think before, you know, like, Silver Age Batman. Yeah, I mean, he, was he was going that direction you know, in the comics. Yeah. Shucks, you know, yeah. kind of, kind of uh, hey, uh, chum. Cape <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, my, my parents took me to see the Amy F. Batman movie, um, and I think, you know, they they liked it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. There was, like, the same um, kind of reverence, you know, like for the, the 66 Batman. Um, I think that really was just, you know, very much, like, disposable popular culture, you know. Um, I don't think it's – I don't know. It's, in my estimation, I don't know that it has the same kind of legacy – that the 89 batman does um but i don't know that's that might not be be accurate i mean i love the the 66 batman for sure yeah so do um, i yeah like it's the, my first batman the stuff that they've been doing with the uh the dc animated universe is fantastic yeah. um that that stuff is great but yeah i just i don't know i think it's hard to put in the same same category yeah i don't fan. think it was like to vote to our parents like as integral to them growing up as like Batman 89 was to us. Like it wasn't so infused into the pop culture and I disagree. I, don't I think see it was. them obsessing over it as much as we do. I don't know if our did. parents, but there was definitely a sector of community that was obsessed with the 66 Batman show. It was really big. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but you didn't work. have like, yeah, sure. all the, sorry, all the crossover. I think the crossover is what made the difference. Where it just kind of saturated the market between, you know, right. like Taco Bell and Happy Meals, action figures. Well, yeah, that that was that. Like, it, that was, it was a Madison it, it was Avenue a time product. And place that made all that possible. Well, no, that was a Madison yeah. Avenue product. That was the first time a movie was ever marketed the way they did it. And uh, you got to give credit to Peters and Gruber; they were behind that, and they knew, like, they brought in anyone and any. I mean, they turned down six million dollars from from uh chevrolet because chevy wanted to build the impala themselves and they said no so they were going to get six million dollars from chevy to be so they like they were the force behind that i don't i don't know maybe it was the time and the place because it was never done before but it is definitely that that those two people and 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 the marketing force behind the movie that capitalized on all of that hype and 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 like oh they're doing batman oh they're casting jack nicholson and they're paying him a fortune and michael keaton and everyone hated and and they cut together that trailer, and it became traded at at, at tapes, at, at expos and comic cons, and there was just so much fever, and the news just was was covering every. There was no event movie, I think, that big until Batman '89, and then it became the standard. 
Yeah. Um, no, I totally agree. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it, and I think, like I said, I think the '80s kind of set the the standard for those you know big blockbuster releases. And I think Batman, in terms of marketing, did it better really than most anybody else did. I mean, you know, we had when that year came out. Uh, you know, it was competing with uh, Last Crusade, which I think it it um, came in at number one. Right, Last um, Crusade did better. Than, uh, like with really close behind yeah, it, you yeah. know. Um, but I mean, with you know the Batman '66, and then you had Super Friends, you had uh, you know the, the like Scooby Doo crossovers, right? Yeah. Like Santa Barbara, um, and the comic books. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely, and you know there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, merchandise. Um, I mean, there were toys, or a lot of, you know, um, just, you know, clothing, whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't think it, it it maybe went quite as deep into the culture as as that many of mine. No, yeah, know, for sure. And yeah. I think again, it's just it's just a thing where um, they were able to tap into you know resources and like channels you know, at that time that weren't really as readily available um, as, as there were, you know, in the 60s. Yeah, no, you're 100% right, yeah, yeah. There was a cable TV and uh, everyone having a television to just, to just to watch the news. And then the VHS release was also, it was like the first big, huge VHS release tape. I remember everyone had it, and they, it, was, it was only like 10 bucks. It wasn't like $50 like a lot of VHSs were. So yeah, yeah. It was and also a time when people are starting to get more disposable income. Like these were right. more acceptable things now. Like you could spend the money on all this stuff. Yeah. Um, but great movie. I'm not an economist, but yeah. I, I read it somewhere once. <laughs> great movie though. Uh, spawned an era of of superhero movies. Almost uh, the ending. It almost killed Batman and Robin. Almost killed the superhero movie. <laughs> uh, but it also did create it. So uh, while it, uh. We got to give credit to '89 for for the 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 start of an era. We wouldn't ha- we wouldn't get to Endgame without uh, I I believe I truly believe you wouldn't get to Endgame without Batman '89. It's, it's, it sets the path. It, it created the roadmap. If if yeah yeah very true. I mean I think it it um, it uh, was a smart movie and I think people took notice and I think it it had some it had credibility um, and. You know, it people didn't really uh, dismiss it, even though you know, just not that, that standard, standard being set too of something that is such a cultural juggernaut. Um, but in the end, it's still you know a well-made, uh, thoughtful you know uh, piece of film. You know, um, it's not just a cash grab. It's not just sort of yeah. dumbing things down and placating to an audience. Yeah, they, they put tons of money and tons of time and or tons of arguments into making it. They, they, they gave away the farm to Jack to get him to be Joker. So they definitely cared about – there was a lot of care and thought put into put into it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, enjoy it, guys. All right, Ferris. Thanks. Thanks for calling in. We're going to wrap Thanks. up. Going, guys? Yep. We'll be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. with – We'll be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. watching Back to the Future. 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Same bat time. Same bat YouTube channel. I'm RK. It's not the same bat time. It's an hour earlier. Second. An hour early before the same bat time, but the same bat YouTube channel. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Thanks for that input because without it, I would have been wrong. (laughs) And you would have been here at noon. Uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks for chatting. And thanks for watching our watch along of Batman 89. 
Uh, I guess the sign off for everybody is stay safe because it's the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, we'll see you, kids.